Welcome everybody to Mog Talk. Uh, today is May 29th, 2021. This is Mog Talk episode, uh, what is it, Two, 231 now, 231. And today we're going to be talking about the new Baja content, uh, where we go into the new area, Zadnor. But before we go too much into this discussion, I want you guys to know who is on the show. So let me go uh, clockwise here, starting with Balana. Balana, tell everybody who you are. Hi, I'm I'm Balana. I've been on the show a few times before, including the last Baja segment, which we had everybody else on as well. Um, yeah. I'm, I've been involved in endgame scene of the game for a long time. Um, used to run Elysium, the free company, when, when that was a thing, and uh, I locked <laughs> myself in Zadnor for like the whole last of the week, just grinding my face off. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're still, uh, man, you're still like a little low? A little low. Uh, there's nothing I can do for you, Frosty. I'm well, sorry. Move, move your mic. Move your mic like, try there. Right there? Just oh, that's get it good. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. We All in right. there. We in there. All right. So... Yeah, Balana, long time. I said of nice is on the way, dude. Uh, been on the show like for years. twenty times. Yeah, <laughs> shipping's bad right now, man. Shipping's bad. <laughs> you got stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But let let's continue here. Our next guest, of course, uh, one of our actual newer regulars. Has been on like a ton of shows since we restarted and revived uh, Mog Talk uh, last year. Ren, tell everybody who you are. He just loves me for my voice. I'm Rin. I'm a raider, but uh, you know, for the past couple of days, I've been locked in this awesome side con- content that everybody should do called Zadnor. Doing our duels, grinding our face off, playing Warrior a whole bunch, and um, I heard that I might be doing some some racing this week. Yeah, yeah, you are going to be doing some racing, some long forgotten content, the ancient archive archives of uh, the only the most famous Chuckabo racing of the Final Fantasy series, and it's rumored existence within final fantasy 14 uh the literal the from savage reading to chocobo racing yeah, yeah. i would fall in and then deep uh, sea fishing to finish off the expansion <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's uh introduce our next guest uh well zef could you introduce yourself here for me uh sure i'm zef uh tank main paladin main interested in difficult content so obviously drawn to the 1v1s and uh Savage and Ultimate, and apparently also Chocobo Racing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I made debut. it a point oh. that everybody that was on this show was invited to that Chocobo race this weekend. Or not this weekend, but this Thursday. But Balana said, can't do it. Hey, I got I got a Burning Crusade to take care of, okay? Burning He's something, play content man. that came out 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, gotta, the gotta get in there all over again. Gotta get that world <laughs> first. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, well, guys, we're going to be talking about uh, the new content here. I do want to start this off and be completely obvious. Uh, as I told a lot of people uh, in the last month or so, uh, I do have a new job that has been taking up a lot of my time, and this last week has taken up quite a bit of it. Uh, so, unfortunately, my experience with Zadnor is kind of low, so some of my questions may seem a little bit clueless, but that's why we have three of the fucking best experts doing this content out here to talk about it uh so before we get started uh too deep let's get hit the basics of it let's just get a quick review uh zadnor as the next level of basha is this, are you guys kind of content with it are you happy with it yeah it's all right you know if you were looking to be done with it quickly for your relic sure 
goes by real quick. No. If you're looking yeah. for the for the extra content in there, you're going to get a mixed bag whether you want to do things uh, scrupulously or, <laughs> or legitimately and depending on the job you want to play on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Zap? There's definitely a lot of people that putting red hats on and going into Zadnar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait a minute, what? I... Explain that it's to something me. Something about red red hats. Okay, you know, go ahead, they, 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 uh, they ver don't care. They, uh... we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to okay, it. Okay, yeah, we'll okay, okay. Zap, tell me your thoughts on it. Um, so satisfaction levels overall, honestly, probably a little bit lower for like the, the whole piece of content than the Southern Front. Um, but I do like the 1v1s again this time around. Okay. Okay. Uh, so 1v1s overall, I guess, for all three of you, you guys have enjoyed... Well, <laughs> I guess there's a lot to talk about with the 1v1s too. <laughs> and, and enjoy is a word in the arsenal of words that we have. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a little bit of a double-edged sword, like Zep was mentioning, though. In some ways, it's it's a huge quality of life change. In other ways, the satisfaction is a lot lower. So it's like a tipping scale based okay. on how you feel about it. Okay. But Lion okay. still scares me. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, all right. Well, let's let's uh, get into this. I do want you... Before we started, you guys said one of the most important things to mention was the Prestige system, which I don't know anything about, uh, except for I've seen a couple of images. Tell me tell me what the Prestige system in this content is. Uh, so basically, you grind up to 20 million metal, you get your resistance drink 25, and then... Um, they have a counselor in the camp, the resistance counselor that you go and you talk to, and you're like, hi, here you have a problem with grinding metal. And you're like, yes, I do. You're like, here you go. Have a buff. <laughs> go grind more metal. Now do it again. Um, so nice yeah, every, every two, 20 million metal you grind. So you do the whole grind over and over again. Um, you get this stacking buff on you. You get to choose like three different ones, and each time you rank it up, it costs more and more to get. So you have to grind more and more and more to finally stack it all up. But it's plus damage, plus health, and plus healing. And okay. they go up to 10 stacks on each. Has and it... to do all that, it's an mm -hmm. ultimate grind of 600 million metal. Has anyone gotten close to that yet? Uh, you have well, you're you're more than halfway. You have aren't? HP, damage, and then healing, and healing's the one that people are going for last. But there are people who have yeah, the course. first two capped. A lot of people. Uh, yeah, I'm at I'm at ten damage and eight uh, HP, but I haven't touched it in like 24 hours at this point. I need to <laughs> step away for a little bit. That's fair. That's fair enough. You went really hard on it, <laughs> really early. That's true. Like Just, uh, you know, like a good grind. How much are these buffs? Are you like, are is your damage pretty much doubled at this point, or? It is, I heard 5% at first, but now people are saying it's 3% per stack of the, the damage. HP is 5% per stack, uh, mm. so you end up having like plus 50% health. Um, I don't know about the healing, nobody cares about it. <laughs> I, that is pretty like interesting why they would add healing into the mix of everything. What what use do you have with extra healing? The like, players that believe uh, healing matters? Apparently 1 million <laughs> HP potential tanks. If you have full echo and full HP stacks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had two stacks of HP and there was there was an echo. So now the the instance duties and critical engagements will be scaled to echo if they have um, a a small number of players in them. Like I did a solo the other night in a mm -hmm. locked instance and I went up against one of the duels and the critical engagement. I was by myself. I had seven hundred thousand HP with two HP stacks um, and boot up. 
and you start swinging for like a hundred thousand with your base gcd (laughs) now the tricky thing about the echo is it doesn't scale your healing so you've got people in your party with like almost a million health and how are you going to heal that up i guess that's what the healing stacks are for okay (laughs) if you take enough for it to matter (laughs) jeez as always super bowl huh super bowl there's always yeah there's always can a new take action lost elixir. One million heal. self damage. Oh yeah, I guess that's like the biggest self damage you can possibly do in the game. Yeah. Oh jeez. But actually, getting the getting the healing buff might is kind of a DPS loss because of the buff limit, and each one of those three buffs takes up one of those slots. And if you go over the top, things start falling off. Like uh, I don't know, monk forms and um, blood of the dragon. He had a ley lines whiff. Blood of the Dragon just fall off. The wheels really start falling off when you hit the buff cap in the game, and this is a uh, three more that you're they're piling on there. You know what though? There is there is a title, right? The Emblazoned. Forgetting all of them, I believe. Yep, yep. That's that's like the only reason why I might keep going and get to the actual healing ones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For that title, you might use once and then just get rid of. <laughs> that title, I will use nuns. <laughs> <laughs> Just, no, uh, I gotta, I gotta have my, have my uh, Brunhilder's cheese knife yes. title on. Oh, that's a... You know, I think by the way, your uh, cam and voice is not completely matching up a lot, so it's kind of funny to listen to you talk. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> we're back to this again. All right. Yeah. I mean, I we're did... just gonna go with it. You know, we're just gonna go with it. Uh, well, you don't realize yeah. Blonde is a puppet master. Yeah. And that's actually yeah, his yeah. puppet. He's I'm just yeah. new job. Uh, okay. Well, you know, one thing I do want to mention was there still a lot of uh, beast uh, master beast uh, stuff in this uh, beast new masters co- and a lot of puppet masters this time around. Yeah, there's puppet masters. Explain the puppet masters because yeah. I don't know how that should look in the game. So they they just have like arc demon summons. It's Espers uh, from yeah. twelve. They have, um, hmm. you fight like Famfrit, Belias. Um, who else do we got in there? Shemhazai. Well, Hashmal's his own fight, right? The, is a puppet master actually controlling yeah. that critical? I, it's, um, I'm not too sure. I think it's... Oh, is that the Pegaga fight? No, no, no. Might no. be. No? Maybe. Not... I don't know. But, one, but they're, one, they're essentially, they're, they're controlling Espers and. You wail on them for a bit. It's just like the Beastmasters, just a different name. Okay. Because I, I was wondering if they're still the trying to heavy hand hint. Uh, go ahead, Bolana. Sorry. I didn't, I, you know, I heard, I did, oh, I, I just... saw your mouth move. And then, like, I was like, he's about to say something. And so I was like, let me be quiet. <laughs> he's gonna... I was just going to say that there's a there's a new Beastmaster uh, NPC, uh, Pagaga, that is actually really huge, getting really popular in the Japanese community. Yep. She does, like, a. a sticks her fingers in her mouth kind of emote like a <laughs> kind of thing like that and yeah that's just getting the the everywhere yeah i mean adding personality to the npcs is always like a, a good thing to do uh because then it makes people want to do the content more because they feel more like emotionally attached to it in some way right and so i am glad they're starting yeah. to bring some of these characters i mean uh, maybe you know I haven't done the story, so by the way, this is going to be probably a lot of spoilers if you guys care about the story. Although I doubt Balana knows anything about the story. I I, I watch all the cutscenes in the game, but for Baj, I skipped all of them. <laughs> the boys wanted to go hard, so 
I okay. gotta make that sacrifice. I usually go back and do it on my alt, but I'm not doing this grind on my alt. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we or do we That's expect the to see any of these? That's true. That's true. Do you guys they expect... actually give you? They do give you a rundown on everything that has happened when you read their field notes, which is kind oh. of cool. Okay. Yeah. Do we expect to this content to persist in any shape or form, or is it done? So the first, so Bulgin Southern Front, I think, had a huge pull for people who didn't care about the content in that they could make mm -hmm. a lot of money off of the mounts and stuff that dropped from the lockboxes. This time around, I haven't seen anything worth note except for a, uh, yeah. like, two two rewards. Yeah, but you can buy those. Oh, that's what you lock mean. Boxes. You, Not the side ponytail. No, you can get, you can get, what, the emote with, um, with gold coins and... The mithril or something one of one of those you can get from the exchange npc it's at the bottom probably the emote what then? they added to the exchange npc was the hair from delubrum the uh yeah, early to yeah, rise yeah. um there's still the the unique to lock boxes are that emote that nobody wants and the uh, side the misty style kind of like side ponytail hair hmm. yep okay well what i what i meant really was do we it, do we expect there to them to say, all right, next expansion, some of these characters are going to drag into other content, or some of these, oh, like, oh, like, yes. Do we expect like this content to go into the next expansion, or some other content in the future, in somehow or way, or is it like capped off, finished? We're done with this whole no, story. No, I, I don't think we've seen the last of Gabranth because Gabranth showed up in um, the Evilise raids, and then and then at the end here too. Because when you're when you're finished with the story here, for spoilers for the people who do not care and didn't notice, I'm sure by now you know who Lion the Beast King is. Um, mm. He survives, and the commander who is in Bosja, we we end up taking him down after he pilots uh, Mecha Perfect Alexander. And, mm. uh, he goes to prison on behalf of the failure of the Fourth Legion. And since Gabranth and Fran and stuff already have ties in, and they also pulled in the NPCs from your ninja job quests um, are in the Southern Front as well now, or they're in Zadnor. Um, mm -hmm. As well as Hien, Hien also gets his own field note se section in there too. So I think we're going to end up seeing stuff if we go to Damasca or have any sort of ties with them. We'll probably see see more of them. Okay. So Rin, you said Lion survives, did you? Lion survives. He goes to prison. He First off, he gets pissed at Gabranth because he reports Meninius' death and Gabranth goes that's all and he goes what do you mean that's all and then Gabranth dismisses the soldiers around him is like you can't talk to me in front of them like that I respect you but you can't do that and he's like somebody has to pay for Meninius' failure and he knew the sacrifice that his life was on the line if he failed like that's just that's the cost he accepted if he did it and and Lion's like because mm. Lion like was he's like the old dad, right? Like he's sixty-eight years old. He he cared about the kid, and mm -hmm. so he's like, I assume you'll have no problems going to prison in his stead. And he goes, Yeah, that's whatever. So maybe we'll <laughs> even see him. Maybe we'll see him when we go to to Garlemald, and then we'll unlock Beastmaster and limited job. I go he's to prison and point. just like <laughs> destroyed, completely destroyed Garlemald. Like there's like. <laughs> But he's there in a cell. <laughs> yeah, he's just in a prison. Like everything's broken around him, but he's like, Yeah, I'm just doing my time. Uh Zeph, what were you oh, saying? I'm sorry, sorry, Zeph, that's what you were alluding I, to. I was Yeah, I, I was actually gonna allude to that. Um what if Lion does like if we do happen to get Beastmaster, what if he's the, the job trainer or the job mentor? Also, and if you, if you, you were talking jewels, about escaped with him. Gaga. Yeah, yep. the, like they could be um 
sort of leading into that maybe the the expansion after because if they're gonna rework pet code which i don't know if they're going to but that would be a good opportunity to do it with uh, those two so uh here's the thing either i i don't think rework is really something we do anymore it's delete and change <laughs> Yes. Well, yeah, so, that's that's what I mean. That, that, I, I don't think that code is salvageable, but that's going on yeah. a big tangent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, so, you know, I, I just wanted my little information about the story so I know what to, to care about with all that and everything. Uh, so yeah, that does make sense. It is funny because didn't Lion kind of just say, all right, cool, and run away last time? And then he he's like... He came down to duel us for a bout of... He actually called it a bout of fisticuffs. Oh. He actually, if you... When you um, beat him, the text that goes on screen, because you don't kill him unlike the other ones, mm. it, he seems to be taking a liking to us because we give him a good time every time. Yeah. yeah. Halfway, halfway through the yeah. duel, if you do the fight properly and you see like the, the four or five minute mark, he says a text where he's getting really bored. And then, um, and then when you beat him, he's like... I, like we're done with this this bout of fisticuffs. I have to go presumably into Zadnor because then he shows up there and you, mm -hmm. you fight him there and he helps out Menenius. Um But he's kind of badass. It's like a mutual respect. It's like what I would want Xenos to be. <laughs> and I yeah, actually like him is. as a character just oh, because yeah. I like his fight design. Like I, I enjoy fighting him. I think they're really well designed fights. All the lion ones. Yep. <laughs> Wait, you like Exabalus knockbacks? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah, do. they also murder a lot of chocobos in, in this content, Trusty. So, yeah. One, one of the dual fates it's like, to uh... spawn the duel actually sacrifices chocobos and turns them into servants. They're like shadowy servants. Maybe this is like a, a precursor to something that might be happening in the future. They're just going to get rid of chocobo racing in Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> and and oh. your your information is limited on, on Bolster, right? But do you remember the Red Comet memes from last time? Yeah, of course. Time? No, I remember. Yeah, a red I, I know the two. old content very well. Yeah, there's a red comet two this time around. Of course, and that the chocobo is actually named Red Comet. Is it called Red Comet two? Yeah, <laughs> and it, when a it little choco lazy. kicks you, it hurts. Why didn't they just do like Blue Comet or something and try to like change it up a little bit? You know, I, I don't. It's it's the same NPC. His name's Daguza the Shrewd. He's a little pigman guy. And yeah, he gets more chocobos, and this time he's like, "I'm not trying to get more chocobos. I just want to kill you guys." And then he runs away. The best part of that fate is bringing reflect. Yes. And you have like four people reflect all just standing in the meteor and you just watch Red Chocobo just like delete yeah. itself. Wow. It's about 300,000 reflect damage, when, I think, isn't it? When you defeat him, he goes untargetable and he's like, uh, I'd like to keep fighting, but somebody's got to put food on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and he leaves. I remember reading that yesterday, actually. Oh, I read something in chat that that was funny. Is that they they said uh, lines uh, fight sexual, kind of like yes. Xenosis. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like that. You know what? I I kind of like that term. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so if I if I'm getting into this, let's let's just say I I'm starting this today, and I want to get into this. What advice do you have into uh, going in here and going through the content? From someone who knows Baja originally, but knows nothing about Zadnor. Get a Netflix subscription. Yeah. No, pl playing with friends, huge difference when you're playing okay. with people. It, it makes the time go by really quickly. The fates spawn relatively fast this time around, but you're going to spend a long time doing it. Because you need to level 
many times over. Every time you're turning in, you're going to the council, you're like, look, I got an addiction. I don't know what's going on, but I mean, I could be doing worse things. <laughs> right. He's like, all right, well, here you go. I, Have a damage. Is up. it just me or are there, are there fewer critical engagements this time around? Or does it just feel like that because maybe they're more infrequent? I, I believe people know how. People came into this content knowing how to spawn the duels. So I think they focused on that more. And so you saw fewer critical engagements from the ones that don't matter. Okay. Mm, yeah. And the, to get some intel out there, how you actually spawn the um, critical engagements is it's each one is tied to a specific 4th um, Legion Magitek mob. And if you kill enough of that mob, then that fate that CE will spawn. So if you want to like clog everything up, you can just go in and pull the entire circle of Magitek and AOE them down, and then all the CEs will spawn. Or if there's a specific one you're targeting, like if you're going around trying to get the duels, then you can just like target those individual mobs, and eventually that CE will spawn. Mm. Yep. And if you start noticing like a C spawn, then another one immediately, and there's a good chance that duel's going to pop at the end of those. Okay. A good chance, but not guaranteed. <laughs> That's true. All right. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff I'm assuming that just uh, is very straightforward. Hey, you did Baja, you understand this. It's so, like... literally copy and pasted almost okay. all mechanics. Yep. If you okay. did the Southern Front, you'll know exactly what's going on in Zadnor. I mean, the yeah. fights themselves are kind of copied and pasted as well from other parts of the game, a lot of the mechanics. Yeah, we get like Fenrir, we got um, uh, the chicken wing guy we got from- pretty much any of the Evil East raids. <laughs> All the Evil East raids are just like piled in there. A lot of references to Final Fantasy twelve. It's a good time. Okay. There are some extra interesting combinations like, um, what's the time the, the time stop on? Is that Belius? Yeah, Belius time been, stop. Yeah, I've only been in once. And it was a disaster. We went in on day one, and it was horrible. It's actually like harder, quite a bit harder than the. It, it will help man. you become better at doing Sardevoir if you didn't go back and do the Southern Front version, because you'll at least be familiar with how the mechanics work. Yeah, it's my favorite way to do that. To do that, CE. That's the one with like all the the clocks on the ground and the time bombs yep. and the dive bombs, right? Uh, mm. You bring reflect in, and you can reflect you everything can reflect. except the dive bombs. Yes, and, I've heard but that. <laughs> when you reflect, you get a Voln stack. You still get yes. Oh. So you can. I got up to. I got up to like twelve Voln stacks one of the times. As long so. as you don't stop reflecting. But you're reflecting. Yeah, you're reflecting everything back on. As long as you're not the does tank. It, yeah. Does it reflect extra damage? I think yeah. Once you have it, hits for Probably? as hard as you're getting hit. Because if you do like reflect farming on sprites and stuff like that, you you put on um that uh, uh the tank essence that makes you get chunked and you go out there naked. The regular and sprites. Yeah. Or take. So oh, really. Yep. So you could technically go into that boss, like, I guess he, he does have some raid-wides, I think, that you can't reflect. Um, but you can just get naked and stack up the stacks and just reflect <laughs> monster hits onto him. Yeah, but that, that one gets a lot of people because it's a time bomb mechanic where there's, like, a dial, and it turns six times, and all people really need to know is that it's just going to hit behind where the arrow is. But people are trying to, like, figure it out, running all over the place, and get, get hit, and there's also all this time eruption stuff going on, and it's it's pretty funny, um, but I think one of my favorite fates this time around, and I, I, I've gotten to kill it like once because it got scaled up. So there's three zones, and the number of players in the zone kind of scales the difficulty. So sometimes you'll see a fate die before you can get there because the NPCs that spawned with it are so overpowered because nobody was there mm. when it spawned. Um, but once I got to this other one, they finally... So they always like to recycle content. They recycled the diadem. They brought the Brontosaurus back, the meteor-loving nice. guy. He's he's there, and it's really funny because it dies in like three seconds almost every single time. Way too fast. 
<laughs> yeah, the like the second zone is very um, transitionary. There's usually not people like hanging out there. So like when fates spawn, they usually stay really low scaled, and the giant Brano always you just walk up to it and like hit him three times and he falls over. <laughs> yep. There's <laughs> also one fate that's like broken i think i don't know it's hard to tell we just call it the unscaled it's um rise of the machines it's near the third it's in the oh, third you're zone talking... near the third uh waypoint we call it the unscaled you just walk over there and you hit ir yeah, they die. and you can just kill them all instantly do you get to hit ir i don't even get to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, attack think... of the machine spawns just south of where the red mage duel uh fate is hmm. i think i had it scaled up a single time yesterday because we did do it and I finish my IR, and I'm like, oh, they're not dead yet. What's going on here? <laughs> There's also, so if you read the patch notes when the patch went up, it said um, during some critical engagements, there are environmental things that get destroyed that will persist after being destroyed. And it's, so the first boss of the burn is this, this crystal scorpion. And it is literally that scorpion in the critical engagement. If you read the description, it says they went to the burn and took it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, and. And there are these AOEs you put out, and they're they're like these these shatter things. So if you remember in in the boss fight in the burn, you had to get behind a crystal to like dodge its AOE. And the same thing happens here too. But right before that, it targets players and puts AOEs markers around them, and they can they can destroy them if they hit the needles. They they're still there. You can hide behind them. It's just a graphical bug. I mean, it's a bug right now. It's not working as intended. But I tested it yesterday. I was just standing where they should have been, dodged it mm -hmm. completely. <laughs> nice. I'm going to try that, and I'm going to die so fucking bad. It's probably not 100% of the time, but it was funny. <laughs> I'm definitely trying it as well. Oh. Yeah, but it's it, all, all around us has been a relatively enjoyable time, and I think largely in part to the fact that it, I was able to get through it so quickly. Because this mm -hmm. kind of content you don't want to be in for a month, because it's just fates, right? You're just doing overworld fates, like, all the time. Yeah, if you um, if you want to just go through and like do the story and do the new dungeon at the end of it, dungeon, uh, it's actually almost literally patched five point five five hours of content for me and my group. Because no. we just like went in there and knocked yeah, everything that's over. Yeah, about how long it takes. Yeah, done by like ten in the morning or something, right? Well, yeah. I guess like noon because the patch was delayed. Yeah, and, um, the and then we had to wait for enough people to get leveled to spawn it. It was like five hours and thirty nine minutes, so a little bit over point five five, but uh, you know, close enough. Okay. Okay. Uh, who who was the first to uh, get it down? Um, EU team, probably Kamachan. Did you run a race for it? No. <laughs> yeah, there was an EU team that went in with seven people, I believe. Just which to... is faster than a full party. Yeah, yeah. Just to just to suss out the mechanics, they're just they're just thinking, okay, we only have seven people. Let's just go in, see what happens, and then they get this absurd echo, and they cannot lose they can't die and they just beat everything and they're like well okay <laughs> that happened i um cool. i went in with the with an almost full party once people were leveled we were like oh let's let's organize we'll, we'll get we'll get 24 people and we'll go in um and then some other people queued up in the instance because it's trying to get 48 people is a little hard to get into the same spot um mm -hmm. and that was fine and then later that night i went in with five people and the other four were new they were just trying to do their quest and there's a part where you split you split up. If you remember the old coils, you like split up into two corridors and lanes and like in Delubrum too. Um and I was like, all right, you four go that way and I'll go this way. And I just met them the whole way through. Because on Warrior, you don't die. I popped a bloodsucker and I didn't even need to do that. You just don't die. You have so much echo and you're hitting so hard. And nascent will heal you for more than your full HP like every time. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, the echo in there is just ridiculous. Like um 
we we were gonna like group up and go in there but like Svee's group like they had a pop like okay let's go in and check it out and they had like 11 people in there and my group were like okay we'll just zone in you know get ready you know we'll, we'll check the vendors or whatever for a little bit and we zone in and it pops instantly right on top of us like we'll hop in and take a look you know see what's going on see what the mechanics are and we just killed it with eight people Wow. It was. It, I think the echo was was over tuned. Like echoes probably yeah. warranted for people doing it next expansion when there's not many people, but yeah, feels a well, bit much. What makes it I especially it broken is if the people you have in your group are like going sweaty and like using essences and actions. Oh yeah, and trying <laughs> like to flare star as as and like, yeah. yeah, and that just turns into oh suddenly you, because you we were basically had six times the stats with just one party instead of six. Um, so that just turned all these sweaty monsters into six times stronger, and just all the bosses just got knocked over. <laughs> we just all broly. <laughs> and, uh, like, um, the the Echo should not have been in there week one. Like, I know, it's. I, I mean, it's good for getting people, like, through the content, because you could basically clear it with whoever queues up at this point. I think it's a hard minimum. No, you don't even need four people for the platform later on. There's no hard no, minimum. You need you, you need, walk in six, there with as you many need six people. people to satisfy the uh, those like blood pools at the beginning boss if they live long enough. With the echo, you're not going to see it, but like Sardavar <laughs> and the boss down below do spawn them. This. So when I was doing Sardavar by myself, I didn't die, but I saw his mechanics. He actually does do the Phoenix dive bombs. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, those those I've seen those come out. But I, I did when I was by myself. But yeah, there's these there's these like six pools that show up, and they just hit you for AOE damage if you fail them, and they give you a bone, but the bones in there fall off after a minute. So it's really not bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, those those towers. There's yeah. actually eight of them. There's four in the middle, four on the outside. Um, when we first went in there, we split four and four because we didn't know what the hell was going on. And they almost died because half those towers went we, off. Like we were sitting down bottom. and killed the boss and we were uh, I was up top. Okay. And we were, in set, we were in like a separate channel because we're like, all right, we're going to communicate with our teams and everything. And we're sitting <laughs> up there like grinding, AOEing mobs for like minutes and minutes and minutes. We're like, what is going on down there? And suddenly everybody just gets like six Voln stacks down there. We're like, whoa, that's not good. <laughs> so is there anything like where you have to save prisoners within a time or anything like that? No, but going back to save the old prisoners is easier than ever now with Lost Assassination. So now, so oh, yeah, lost death used to be the way to kill things before, and you know the lower HP, the higher the success rate. The same thing happens now with lost assassination, but I think the cooldown's shorter and it's free. And if you're a DPS with the proper action, you also get like a huge buff from it too because you get yeah, lost you get on powers. Power. Yeah. So you're okay. you're actually so they they kind of broke things a little bit. So let, let's let's talk about the skills a, a little sure. bit, and yeah, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll talk about the essence of the beast, and then I'll leave Belana to talk about the better one. Um, actually, <laughs> wait, Zephyr, are you, are you familiar with Essence of the Beast? Uh, and like yes. how, how the effect works? Okay, you talk about that. I want to talk about Blood Rage. I'm not that familiar with it. I, I know <laughs> it, do you, though. Do you know how its effect works? So when you have Essence of the Beast, you have more defense and HP. Um, yeah. So you're, you're surviving, and you also have, you have lifesteal. The benefit this time around is there's an, a, there's an action, Lost Assassination, that when you use it, you get the effect of Lost Font of Power... And it lasts for 30 seconds, and Assassination has the 15-second cooldown, so you have it up 100% of the time. While being tanky, more tanky than a tank, and healing the entire time. So duels and any other content you're really doing, you're just really strong. And you have another action slot that you can take. It's very powerful. Um, and then, Balana, why don't you give the, the, the spiel on Caster, and then I'll cycle back to Blood Rage. <laughs> uh, well, we'd be skipping over Lost Folk here, which is actually a really cool action. Um, Go folk. for it. I haven't used it yet. <laughs> I've used Which it. One? I've used it a bit actually. It's really good with Breathtaker okay. on. 
So um, Lost Folk here is a three-minute cooldown healer action that does full HP, full MP to everybody in your party, and applies potion kits and ether kits to everybody. That's really on, cool. On top of that, if you have Breathtaker, the it has the same effect on the potions and ether kits as if they had Breathtaker on, which means it only has a 10% chance to fall off when it procs. So... That's before, before any like uh like duel or before any um like CE, you just like pop that off and everybody in your team is basically unkillable in for however long those potions stay on. That's why the auto like, potion as well. What was that? Yeah, because the auto potion would get ten percent as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But is, is you'd have normally to... away. Uh, oh yeah, breathtaker. Yeah, auto potion is also ten percent with breathtaker. I've only ever seen people doing it with ether kits, so I didn't even realize. Yep, yeah, yeah, breathtaker That's is like good. the <laughs> best essence. If you want to just get in there and grind metal, if you're trying to like level up or do stupid stuff like me, uh, you bring breathtaker, impetus, and reflect, and you just run around the zone knocking out the fates. Yeah, if Actually, you took ever have taker into the first duel and dodged that giant chariot AOE oh, accidentally, I, yes, I the very first it. time I saw it. <laughs> Uh, Sphere was doing some memes with Watcher and Chainspell, which we'll get into. Um, and uh, on the second duel, you need to like reflect something to to kill these bits because they'll just like keep hitting you for max damage unless you reflect and kill them. And he just like kept dodging over and over and over with Watcher on <laughs> until his reflect <laughs> fell off and he died. Uh, I dodged it once. Zep, I do not recall anymore. <laughs> Because I keep I keep hearing Zep like say something uh, real quick, and then like Ren and Zep I think are on the same exact wavelength for something, and Ren's talking. Yeah, <laughs> we we share a lot of the same thoughts. I think yeah. when it comes to this content, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I gotcha. all right. Uh, um, so actually, I'll I'll go over Blood Rage real quick because sure. I think the caster one's an extended discussion. Right, that one's gonna take some time. Yeah, so sure. so tanks tanks get this really cool little christmas present like under the tree it's called it's called lost blood rage which is good but not as good as the others so they get a so it, it's got a three minute recast you get one stack immediately upon popping it and you deal 15 percent extra damage mm -hmm. every time you use a gap closer you get another stack at four stacks you proc the true effect which is 75 percent cooldown reduction or sorry 75 percent yeah recast reduction so in a release um you know Anything that isn't a charge. So intervene, plunge, and um, rough divide don't count. Gnashing Fang doesn't count either. But but inner release does. Uh, Requiescat counts, fight or flight, etc. Um, that's great. You get HP and MP regen as well. Um, and you have 60% increased damage for 30 seconds. Now, you're like, great, cool. Every three minutes, it's going to be kind of nice. Except mm -hmm. the effect stacks with itself. So you can Blood Rage... Then re-slot a new Blood Rage onto the holster space, which is a new cooldown, so you can use it right away. Get your first Blood Rage's effect procced. And then when you use the new Blood Rage, the three-minute cooldown is reduced by 75% to 45 seconds, meaning you could chain it every 45 seconds and use it for the rest of the fight. Um, so now you have, an, let's take Warrior, you have an inner release every 22 seconds with two upheavals in every inner release window. And if your other action is like... Um, let's say, Banner of of Noble Ends, right? That's also a 22-second cooldown that you're using the entire time. Just back-to-back-to-back. Plus 50% to back to back. damage if you're unaware. Yeah. Plus 50% damage. There is... You could use... Now, you could either take HP Drain or the Lack of Healing, depending on how comfortable you are in the fight. There's two different banners you can use. But those are really powerful, and, and you can start doing a lot of damage, but it's just nothing 
um, compared to what Balan is about to talk about. I mean, does that sound intentional, by the way? Do you think that, like... Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, okay. I actually... So I, I played I played the beta for Swords of Legends Online uh, last weekend, and mm. there is a dot that stacks with itself, procs a true effect, and then you can start stacking the dot again. That's where I got the idea initially from Reaper on there. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder if this is going to happen. And then it did. And I was... Because I was thinking to myself, I'm like, all these... All these other roles have something that's really strong and stackable, and tanks don't have something that can't be true. They have to have at least something. Otherwise, what's the point? Uh, and like the the DPS checks on the tanks have, have been fairly difficult, comparatively speaking. Which again, we'll get into in a moment because the DPS checks are not a problem for the others at all. Um, so so okay. I was I was just fiddling around, and day one tests were actually really expensive because Blood Rage was very rare. They were like two hundred and fifty k a pop. Uh, for the fragment and the fragment was not a hundred percent chance to get it you had a chance to get a a, a lost elixir which gives you full mp and hp so Mm. you're like all right great i have this now what am i going to do but i was i was fortunate enough to have a couple of them to kind of like test the waters with and that's that's how we that's how we discovered this and then i i put it out for people to hopefully feel somewhat okay on tank (laughs) Um, okay but yeah so that's that's essentially how that's gonna work and and if you want to tank then blood rage is the way to go gotcha gotcha all right so casters i'm assuming this is in reference to those videos that i've been shown of duels dying in less than a minute uh yeah yeah so the last two pieces of the puzzle that kind of fell into place to just completely break content and baja um the first action is Lost Excellence, which every okay. DPS can use. It's a 10-second hollowed ground um, combined <laughs> with uh, a minute of 65% increased damage. So that's just that's another big percentage buff. Okay. And then the final piece of the puzzle that fell in is Lost Chain Spell, which is a really, really cool spell. Um, mm. So it's a 30-second buff that increases your mana cost but makes everything instant cast and increases your damage by 45%. It's also got two little interactions with with the uh, essences. Uh, with Essence of the Watcher, it lasts 90 seconds and it has a 90 second cooldown. So you can play Black Mage like it's a like it's a machinist and just run around and turret every, and blast everything. Nice. But what's actually broken is when you combine it with um, Essence of the Ordained, the damage bonus on it becomes 100%. So if you if you know how damage calculations work in this game, any sort of like percentage buff to your damage are added together multiplicate multiplicate why can't I say that word? They're multiplied together. Multiplicatively. There we go. They're multiplied together instead of added together. So say you have a hundred potency ability, you put a hundred percent on that, it's a two hundred potency ability. You add fifty percent on that, it's a three hundred potency ability. Even though mm, it's yeah, only you know yeah, yeah. another fifty percent buff, it's doing as much as that initial hundred did, right? Mm-hmm. So people <laughs> saw all these plus damage things you can stack together, and Square Enix was very kind enough to put a target dummy right next to the box in the main camp, so you can get into. So if what people are doing now is um, there's a there's actually another ability that got added in um, Delubrum in that patch mm-hmm. called Lost Flare Star. And Lost Flare Star is a 7,000 potency button. It's it's okay. a minute-long dot that you can put on a boss. The way they tried to balance it is you can only have one person that can have it up on a boss. If somebody else comes over and Flare Stars your mob, the it overwrites your 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 Flare Star. Okay. 
So what people do, they get into the duel, you immediately hearth back to camp, you get in combat with the target dummy, because a lot of these buffs you can only pop when you're in combat. But that doesn't matter, there's a dummy right there next to the box. And you just, as the, the timer is ticking down for the duel, you're just like going through the box, popping every buff you can on yourself. So you get 65% from Excellence, you get 100% from Chainspell, you get 70 from Font, you get 50 from Banner, you get a Dancer on you to give you Technical Step and Finish and Devilment, and then you hit that Commence button right as everything's on you, and you walk up and you press Flare Star and you delete the boss. It, it's you, you have so to run around for like broken. 10 seconds. Yeah. What's the uh, highest yeah. dot you've seen? I think I've seen 680,000. That's, yeah, up on there. A I don't think. Tick, and it does that for a minute. Yeah, so it's it chunks the boss for like 5 to 7% of its HP every three seconds. Um, <laughs> and you can press buttons on top of it too. And like, Svee put a, like a GIF out of his like Red Mage OGCDs hitting for like 300k, then 100k, then just like demolishing the boss. Um, wow. It's completely trivialized. The duels, if you go back into the southern front and do this nonsense, they just like keel over in 10 seconds. Um, so I have a window right now where I can go do all the duels without exactly. knowing oh, yeah, anything yeah. of being completely no you skill. Or Absolutely. It's, it's a little That's expensive. You need a little skill. You gotta, you gotta I step feel like they're going to fix this. I feel like this is unintended. I feel are they? I don't think they're going to. I don't think they'd fix I think it. They, they didn't, they didn't fix it before. People were using Flarestraw in the old duels, just not to this extent. See, the, uh, even then, even in the Southern Front 1v1s, it was technically possible to speed kill them with the right actions technically on day one. The difference back then was we didn't know. We didn't have the, the theory-crafted rotations with the actions. We also didn't have the actions because you had to farm them and mm. or they had to be on the market board for you to buy. They didn't exist in week one. So the, the 1v1 challenge in the southern front played out a little bit differently because you it, there was more of an expectation to be able to do all the mechanics. Mm-hmm. I think it was a couple of things. There was an expectation to do the mechanics. It was also the first instance of Bosia, so you had a lot of people qualifying for these duels without the notoriety system that wasted the attempts. So you didn't even get to witness yeah. many many prog pulls. So like w- the, the, uh, us here right now, we're fortunate enough that we got respectively. I think we each had our own enrage or clear pulls on separate bosses right away. Right? I had Lion um, last time. Lion, yeah, we had one first, and yeah, and I had Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we were fortunate. But this time around, the notoriety system, which you were actually able... I stacked some notoriety before this came out, and it carried over from Southern Front into Zadnor. So I was just able to get into one right away. Um, The notoriety system really makes things comfortable. Really makes things comfortable. Um, And then when... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to tag on to the notoriety system. It actually makes incentivizes you, like, grouping up to, like, like a dual group. Like, get two or three buddies Mm -hmm. together. And you stagger your notoriety together. So, like, somebody's at three. You're like, okay, you pick. Which duel are we going to go spawn now? And then they get that one, and everybody else queues to it as well. And because they know they have lower notoriety, they're just going to keep getting their stacks up. That's so you exactly can have, like, a nice little rotation with yeah, your friends. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing as well. So, like, if someone's at three or four, like, I'm actually on four right now, unfortunately. But that means... Um, so I'm pretty much guaranteed for the next duel that I go for, which will be Lion. So any of my friends that would like to get their pity stacks going as well can just join with me for that queue up and just get a plus one so the next time they want one they're more likely to get it as well yeah i, th- mm. I think this system is is really healthy in a lot of ways because first off it promotes you to play with your friends uh secondly you get your your party bonus which counts in the duel so you get your five percent for everybody being on unique roles 
Um, mm. and, and obviously the buffs, like like Lana said, dance party. You could. It's not. You're not going to get your standards up the whole time, but the opener you will. Um, and as long as it's that one GCD, that's all that yes. matters. Yes, that's all that that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. But you get you get all of these things and then you also get to be like like this is exactly what I was doing with my friends. We each had a target we wanted to kill and it was a different one. Um and then you know some people have the same one and it's okay because you just queue up and if you get it you get it and if you don't you you don't feel bad cuz you know you just you got something tangible towards the next one. Mm -hmm. Uh which is great because then if you're by yourself the next time you have a pretty good chance of getting in. Um, and then the other thing too is when you're in a party, uh, you can't put your own way markers down in fights, but somebody else in your party can. So you either have two choices. So in the second duel, in the second duel, there are um, now Frosty. You, did you tank Alexander Six Savage back in the day? Uh, yes, with the four robots. Uh, okay, you well, remember actually, the no, part no, where no, there's... no, 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 no. I healed that. Oh well, you might remember yeah. the mechanic anyways. There's some mines that appear on the ground that you yeah, need absolutely. to hit, and then and then there are some that you don't. The same mm -hmm. thing happens here, but they all go invisible. Now, the big thing about this is that those mines actually persist until there's mm -hmm. a there's a there's an indiscriminate cast later that removes them. But while things are happening, you have to remember where they are. So you have one of two options. Put a way marker down in each corner of the arena and kind of remember where they go and you could type it in chat for yourself, or have a spotter that could throw a marker down on where they are. And that way, you never have to worry about running into it. Because at some point, some of the mechanics might be like, oh, shit, I had to move for this. Oh, shit, there's a mine. Oh, crap, now I'm doing less damage and, and I'm basically boned. Uh, and, and oh, shit, this mechanic that was supposed to happen to me just didn't happen. It just fell off and I didn't get misdirected. But uh, <laughs> we could talk about that in a little bit. Sure, sure. Uh, so having, having a party member spot you is really good. Uh, they get practice so that when they go in, you know, they're ready for it too. And you get to learn mechanics. Uh, there's also like a stock mechanic, like in uh, the door boss where it stocked an element and released it later. There's, there's a, um, the same thing happens here where it's going to stock an ammo. And then later it's either going to knock you back or it's going to blow a hole through your chest if you're near them. <laughs> so, so those, those kinds of things with a party are just really nice. And there is that sense of camaraderie. And I've actually been getting a lot of comments when people are watching me play and, and Zef too, where they're like, wow, this is really cool watching all these people get together and just hyping each other up. Because again, it's beneficial. It's just mutually beneficial. Whereas right. last time it felt a little more, I mean, Belana and Zef, I don't, Belana, you pretty much played in a pre-made, right? When you were instance hopping for your duels in Southern Front. But I know Zef and I had the... Um, we we resorted a few times to getting locked instances because it was just it felt really cutthroat, really cutthroat. It was yeah. it was soul crushing. Not having notoriety back then, uh, basically, th there were two things about it. One, you never knew if you were actually going to get in if you were against other people because it was pure RNG. Um, and uh, oh, what was the other thing? Watching well, you somebody would intentionally try to make dance? other people mess up during the. Uh... Yeah, we would yeah, never. So we would, would never swear. We wouldn't do that. No, no, no. Frosty might. We would never. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. No, yeah. But yeah, no. That it was very. By the way, out. by the way, they added an action that makes you want to never join a random party in those critical engagements for the duels. By the way, lost impetus that gives you your sprint effect. It so oh, what it does yeah. is it it makes you dash forward ten and then gives you sprint for fifteen seconds or ten seconds, right? Um, mm -hmm. And that's great for the blood rage thing I talked about earlier because your your intervene on Paladin doesn't get the reduced cast timer and you have a certain mm -hmm. timer that you have to trigger the effect in. So impetus counts as a stack. Um, but it gives the effect of swift to anybody in your party that is near you. So if you're about to dodge a mechanic like a run around the arena thing and you pop that, they might <laughs> overshoot and get a bone stack. Nice. Or, uh, I'm not there's... saying to do this. 
CE with a forced march. There and... is a CE. I did that day one, and people were freaking out. It was so funny. So there's there's a forced march into um. If you remember back in the in the Void Arc raids, there was a yeah. mechanic where you had you got a doom and you had to be hit by something to not die. Mm-hmm. Same thing as a cleanse in the middle here, but if you impetus people, they'll overshoot it completely. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, I've I've almost walled it because I suddenly got an impetus from a party member, and <laughs> like it it makes you like on the um on the Meninius jewel, the the Fenrir, whatever it is, um you have to get behind the the icicles, and I almost severely overshot because I suddenly got an <laughs> impetus as I'm trying to inch myself behind it. People were people started making a like the the effect off. For for Swift, um, macros. oh the macro, yeah, yeah. <laughs> find its every ability. Oh my god, yeah, it's Funny. it's nice to have nice to have notoriety now because rather than pure RNG where you you might never get in, now it's if you don't get it, it's like well, I'm just closer to getting it next time. It doesn't feel so bad, and on top of that, I'm seeing so in the southern front, I had only ever witnessed one single one v one win ever. Because almost every single person that went in was mm-hmm. uh, clueless or unprepared or just not quite ready yet. Yeah. This time I've I've seen three or four already because the the notoriety system is promoting those that actually want it actually getting in. And the you stars have to, align. You have to grind oh. up the the repeated attempts. <laughs> the flame stars align all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've, see, I've, seen... I've seen a lot of failed attempts of people trying to cast their cheese, and they don't. They, it's very clear they don't know how to play the class. Oh, I I saw a hilarious one last night. Um, it was a red mage. He did the lost flare star. Maybe not fully buffed. Maybe he didn't do it perfectly. He got um mm-hmm. he got Meninius down to about twenty percent, and the last twenty percent was him re-raising about eight times to kill the boss. He was so far ahead, he was dying to almost every mechanic, and he's just slowly whittling him down until eventually he won, and he just re-raised the last 20% of the boss. We, we, watched, we watched a summoner do that. They, very, they didn't have mana wall. They, I, they were very clearly not expecting to get that far into the fight. And I also watched their flare star fall off, not get reapplied, and they didn't... Is it try disaster? Is that what puts your dots up? That didn't happen either. And I'm like, just cast your dots! Yeah. And they're just they're just running around with ruins, and I'm like, please! <laughs> press your... It's, you could tell that people just studied the opener, right? And they expected mm-hmm. it to yeah. die. Uh, but you do have yeah. to push other buttons, too, because I do not think a fully buffed flare star could do 100% of the damage. It can. Can it? Can? it? it, can, I, it can I have do... not seen any of the people trying it do it all without pressing any other buttons. We've we've had ones that do 160 percent of the boss's health, um, but that's like getting in the lab and like doing really dumb stuff. Mm. Okay, so something something like somebody who doesn't know the class is probably not going to execute. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I I really just can't see them not eventually making it to where you can't leave after the duel starts and you have to sit and wait through that time. I don't know. I, I feel like that's just, this is just way too. It's just deleting the content, right? It's like this was not their intention, one hundred percent. I there's just so many other broken things. Is it this not? It's just another one on the pile. Like this you is. You see this, other it, games too, though, right? Monster Hunter, USC speed kills. They'll kill things in like twenty seconds with sleep tech. I, I mean, well, I the, guess the, the expansion's is, over. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, I'm kind of okay with it because um, it's similar to Eureka, where it, there's actually a. It's fun to have a playground like this where you can just do ridiculous things and the, the devs have sort of 
Like, you have your regular, typical job balance everywhere else mm-hmm. in the game, and then the devs have sort of created this as a playground where they just throw things at you. They just dump a, a bunch of toys at your feet and say, go crazy with these. Like, do whatever you want. We mm-hmm. haven't balanced it. Figure things out. So I think there are even things that the devs weren't aware were going to happen because I don't think they necessarily put that much thought into it. Like this one? They, they, they just were not expecting this. This is debug. Oh. Do you want to discuss oh, what happened there, wait, Zeph, and our, debug, our dilemma? Yeah, talk about it. Uh, talk about oh, it. Yeah, yeah, you and I both had a very... We, we were streaming when it happened, and we had a big dilemma with the people around the arena. You can go into that. Yeah, this happened to send off, too. On on debug? I'm, I'm trying to think... You have a re-raise, buddy? I'm sorry, on hypertune debug. Your re-raiser proc? On enrage? Oh, oh, yeah. Um... So there is, when you get to the end of, when you get to Debog's Enrage, he just shoots you with a laser, and if you re-raise from that kill move, he doesn't do anything. He hasn't been coded to do anything after that, except for <laughs> auto-attacks, and so you just get a free win at that point, as long as you have enough damage to kill him in 20 minutes. But uh, <laughs> that, ridiculous. so I, that happened to me on my first time through. I didn't actually know it was going to happen. And then I was like, oh, what happens now? And I was told that it just goes forever. And and my initial instinct was, I don't deserve this. I should just wall it. But then, like Rin said, you have all these people standing around that would benefit from the metal buff that you mm-hmm. give them by killing the 1v1. And so I'm sort of torn between, do I just wall it now or do I just finish it off for the benefit of everyone else? And obviously, I don't think people would be too happy if you cheated them out of the the metal buff so i finished it's it always off, but good I did resolve to go back you'd be you'd have a lot of angry people like yeah. that was my dilemma in my head was this yeah. is no longer about me because when it when it happened to me i actually thought that i got hit by the cannon and i didn't dodge it because it was at 0.6 percent so i didn't see it live long enough to realize that enrage had happened and now it was just autoing i just thought i got back up hit like three gcds and it died yeah and people were like yeah you enraged and i went mm-hmm <laughs> Every but other duel was... goes untargetable and kills you until you're dead. And this yeah, one didn't. Mine was mine was 29% when I hit that enrage. Because I thought it was a prog pull. Because it was my first time in. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just I'll do my best. Get to the end. And then it was uh, it was about three minutes of just hitting him to finish him off. And those are melee um, attacks, by the way. If you walk away in your range, oh, you yeah, do he, not get he, auto. He, he just looks at you. He's like, come here, please. Yeah, he stays in the middle. So, um... Yeah, I was actually not too happy about that because mm-hmm. it's technically, I, te- yeah, I was I was cheated out of the feeling of accomplishment of doing it legitimately the first time. So the the second time that I beat it, so I, I resolved. I didn't even go for the other one v ones because I was so hung up on the fact that I didn't get a legitimate win on debug. So mm. I I went straight back. I worked out my DPS actions. I wanted to make sure that I would actually beat the enrage. Uh, the second time around, so I went back, I did it the next day. Um, but I just felt less excited than I normally would because of what had happened previously. Because technically, I'd already been clean through all the mechanics, I just didn't have the damage. So it was sort of the same thing, just a little bit better on my part. And so the fact that I was able, and that so many people are able to beat it so long as you get through to the enrage, as long as I you get I saw like that, seven or eight people do it that way. Some yeah, of them were happy about it, some of them weren't. Yeah, it, it just 
you're you're robbed of the experience i would say of doing it for the first time especially when like so when you're when you're one of the first people doing it right like you you what you have a five percent enrage on lion at first balana right I actually, I didn't get to enrage online. I only got to him once, but Ara, Ara got to a five percent. Okay, it was Ara that got it right. So we're all just trying to survive. Like I took essence of of um, like I, I just took Bloodsucker my first time, right? Because I just wanted to survive and get a timeline, work it out, and then go in and kill it. Um, mm-hmm. so I mean, zero point six is pretty good, I think, and having the actions after is not bad. But like Zeph is saying, you're just maybe that's not what you care about. Maybe you just want the achievement. Maybe you just want the metal buff. Who cares? But mm-hmm. It does really feel bad for the people who are trying to just earn the right to have slain this beast, right? And the the other thing about it too is, I was thinking about this. I was like, what if? And this this is probably unlikely, but they they're pretty good at playtesting things and not releasing bugs and fights. So I was like, what if this is intentional yeah. and you could re-raise past the enrage of this one because the opposite happens in Lion. This Lion, you cannot re-raise more than once. You get a debuff preventing you from ever doing it again in the fight. So I was like, what if they balance the two? And like everybody needs to farm so much. At first, I was like, they wouldn't do this, but I'm like, everybody needs all this valor, fortitude, and succor. That what if this is an option to help people farm that up? I don't know. I'm trying to think about it. I, I want to give the devs the benefit of the doubt and think it wasn't it. an oversight. I want no, to say oversight. No, if we get emergency maintenance on Monday, well, so when they yeah. when they release the bugs, right? When they release the bugs in like things that are still in the patch notes, this wasn't one of them. They well, yeah, they didn't know. Looped on the enrage. Maybe they've never it's died so to the weird. enrage. Maybe they've never re-raised on yeah. the enrage. <laughs> it's a weird thing to miss, though, because it is a because the bosses are always untargetable, but this one isn't. Either, they're either untargetable or and or or go away. They repeat. They they just repeat their yeah. kill move, and this time he just does it once. You re-raise, and then there's nothing coded after that. He's not instructed to do anything. So I don't, I don't think this is intentional, but at the same time, too many things are out of place for it. Mm. It just seems really fucking weird. Maybe they had like and a that, new and developer. And now you choose your cheese, right? <laughs> like, yeah. which which cheese is tastier? The one where you raise at the end of the fight, or the one where you don't see any of the fight? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, start go burr. <laughs> I, I think I, I got. Go ahead. So go, go ahead. ahead. I got into uh, so when I had that 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 happen to me, right? I got into a party with some friends later that night, and one of them goes, "So I heard you got a very legitimate debug kill," and I was like, "Ahaha!" And then he gets into the fight and enrages and kills it the same way, but he had to do like thirty percent. So he finishes it. I'm like, "That's a very legitimate kill. I'm proud of you." And then one of our other friends goes in an hour later and does the cheese, and we were like, "Dude, come on! We don't even feel bad about ours now." Yeah. Yeah, no. When Sindalf had the re-raise on Enrage, and he killed the boss, and then reported himself right after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sent I sent in a bug report too because like, you gotta, yeah, yeah just do the right thing. I mean, uh, that's that's more to most people, but I, I I have to imagine what I'm, my my head's envisioning this. Square Enix, they're like, fuck, we gotta get in, Walker. We gotta get this stuff going, everything else. We got this one other patch. Hey, finish this up so you can start working on Endwalker. You know, fin- get, get this, just get it done. We gotta move on to Endwalker. And so they're just like rushing and trying to get all this can you stuff. Imagine like, if they okay. delayed it. Yeah, and they're like, we hired this new raid guy. All right, hey, we need you to practice. Go do this one, go do debug here and just like get that knocked out. 
and then like he misses one or two check marks on like the code or whatever he's he's doing and he's like okay it looks good and they're like uh yeah it looks good uh, in walker and then you know sure. that that's that's sure what's in my head all, all in all though i don't think it's that bad and and now that people have actions and they weren't they weren't because you only got like one or two of them day one from the new content um I really don't think too many people will encounter that issue unless they're really mm-hmm. bad and re-raise like a million times. I mean, it's actually in, in which case they're lucky and you should go buy a lottery ticket if you re-raise that many times. <laughs> right. It's it's ironic because when I was in there and I was the one that did the enraged cheese, I was unhappy about it. But every time I'm spectating and I see someone else do it, I'm happy about it because I get the buff and <laughs> I'm not the, the one that's yeah, I'm not the one that's uh, not getting the satisfaction of a proper kill. Um, should also yeah. should also mention that when when a duel is completed, everybody near the duel will get a buff for an hour yeah. that's going to double your metal gain, um, which includes killing other duels. So if you go kill another duel yourself with that buff, you are going to get double the metal from that. It does not include the new Dalriata, so don't go in there while you have your buff. We tried oh, okay. it and we're poorly disappointed. Okay, so let's like talk getting about six million metal from a duel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about. The duels legitimately. So if we were going to do the duels, and you guys... Ren's done all three legitimately, right? Yep. Okay. All yep. right. Uh, I, I don't know Balana, your Flare Star master I've here. Cheesed, I've cheesed the fuck out of all of them. Day, day <laughs> one, day two, I was like learning them. I was progging them. And then this video comes out of Japan, and this guy like killing the boss in two minutes. And we're like, I'm just going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was tempted. Yeah. I was tempted. Let me tell you. But you know what? You're already playing the job that does yeah. it. And, yeah, and it's, it's, it's okay. From what I've seen right? from pugs, it's actually yeah. hard to execute. Not everybody can do it. So I did mess up once, and I didn't hit Q in in time. So I burned like 300k worth of actions. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the thing about these one v ones because in the southern front, for the most part, the DPS checks were tuned such that as long as you had your essence, you could pretty much just kill it with a regular rotation. Like, you, you sort of had to have one or two defensives, depending on the mechanics that the, mm-hmm. the boss had, but you pretty much could just play your vanilla style of your Yeah, job I think Lost Focus, Lost it. Slash was all we did back then with Marshall. Yeah, stuff, but this... You just I, did I mean, I did, it, I did it on Paladin, and I used nothing but an essence. This yeah. time around, I opted for Warrior because it's easier to fit a 10-second IR window in amongst mechanics compared to Paladin's... 40 second buff time basically um so uh the the thing about when you're setting up for one of these jewels is so i i enraged on debog at 29 percent, and that was pretty far off and so i realized mm-hmm. i have to start thinking about offensive actions which is a good thing i think because I, this content is supposed to encourage you to to use actions and try and supplement your dps mm-hmm. But the thing is, you have two minutes to prepare, and now there is this whole checklist you have to go through. Previously, I could, I, I would sit there, I'd sort of psych myself up for two minutes, I'd just check and double-check that I had everything I needed, then I'd go in, maybe I'd take a moment to gather myself, and then I'd pull. Now, mm-hmm. you have a two-minute timer that's ticking immediately, you have to start using actions at the right time, and the moment you go in, if you want to make use of your buffs, you have to pull straight away. So it's... it. You're if you're by yourself, your your like protect and everything also takes up pretty much all the yeah, time. Yeah, you, you have to you have to do that yourself. You have to self buff. So you don't really have time to collect your thoughts or gather yourself. It's sort of like the moment you're accepted, it's go time. 
And mm. it's because of the way that, um, like Balana said, you have the dummy there, you have the lockbox, you're just sort of swapping everything out, like just throwing everything on you can and then you're going. It would be nice, I think, if you could do that inside the instance just so you didn't have to rush so much. Because there's a lot of pressure when you get in there. And I I actually completely fumbled my opener when I went into Lion. I didn't do it correctly at all. Um, mm -hmm. The Yeah, it was Lion that yeah, I went into. you gave up yesterday. your last focus. That uh, one oh, no, that was I, debug. That on, on debug. My, my debug kill, I completely forgot to use my focus stacks. And I slotted out... Um, I, I forgot my font of power. So, like, there, there's so much pressure to get everything right that it's really easy to fumble and miss things. Not that it was necessary, because uh, the these big openers, the way the way I'm handling it is, I'm not trying to cheese it as fast as possible. I want to do as many mechanics as possible, but I don't want to fail the DPS check. So I'm sort of doing a moderately strong opener that's, that sort of gets me ahead, and then I just play regularly from there and do my best. And it sort of it lets me see most of the fight, mm -hmm. um, but when I went into Lion, I just completely fumbled everything. I didn't even proc my Blood Rage, and it was just a complete disaster. And then that put me behind on the DPS check, which led to the using a an irregular just before a raid wide that one shot me because <laughs> I was I was thinking I have to do something about this DPS check. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I for told you that man. The irregular is gonna yeah. be bad. <laughs> Well, that's that's where max help is and lost bubble is gonna like help a lot right yeah um, in addition to the but the thing is i i had died to the the awkward um taste of blood pattern plus the the um the expanding earth aoes that i hadn't seen before so i i just wasn't ready for it mm -hmm. um so i lost my bubble so i was only at seventy thousand hp after the irregular i used so otherwise i would have survived Mm. Yeah, you know, it kind of reminds me when you were talking about having all that stuff kind of in that area with the duel. Maybe if they had like a, a squire, and, and Bolana will kind of remember this a little bit from WoW. Or you get, it had squires in WoW, right? Back in. When uh... Wrath? Yeah, Wrath. Like, I think, and they would do some stuff. I can't remember. They would like. The you... Argent tournament, you'd get the little squire and you do the dailies with them. Yeah. 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 I thought they like gave you like inventory. I, I forgot what they. Maybe they didn't. Maybe I'm imagining. They gave you a that. headache. Yeah, the jousting tournament too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've never played WoW. I've never played WoW. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, so no, no. I was thinking about that. It's like maybe if they like had some guy like the duel started and he just kind of came over and he plopped the box down or threw a backpack down. It's like, all right, get ready, uh, and that way you didn't have to do all the weird stuff with it. But sure. I don't know. All that would um, really alleviate is the load time because some of these setups do actually require you to use that box to slot out more actions because you don't have enough holster space. Um, but I mean, like Zeph said, so for me, and I I'm sure this is the same for you now, Zeph, you're like trying to psych yourself up during the critical engagement that you're trying not to be hit in. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah, I don't have time I, after. I'm... And then what I have to do is you're playing a game of probability with your notoriety. You're like, I'm going to get it. So I'm going to use these 20 seconds that it's picking people to go start buffing. And getting everything yeah, ready. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I Although return I immediately and start. Yeah, I, yeah. I return immediately and start getting ready. And uh, but that's for, the for thing. those of you who don't know, they've also added a new action. Uh, it's a lodestone that just, like like Blana said, it, it hearts you back to the entrance. So your return has a really long cooldown, but these are very cheap actions that are just right back to your beginning. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. always good to carry some of those on you. 
Okay. Gosh, like do even even doing the flare star for like the eighth or ninth time, it's the the shaky hand, you know, trying to menu, like trying to slot the thing in there. Like, come on, I got ten seconds left. My buffs are rolling. Got to get in. <laughs> yeah. And the lion, the lion duel is just still the most stressful because you can't make a mistake. You can make one. You can make one mistake, and then you cannot make another. Um, and I made two. But onslaught is the best fucking gap closer in the game. And it saved my ass because I was getting knocked into the wall from, you know, the Nidhogg fireballs, the knockback on Wind Peak. And I was getting pushed into the wall, but my onslaught caught me as my foot was about oh, to go well. in. <laughs> and then I had, to, I had to sprint out because I was in the first fireball. Yeah, normally use the knockback to <laughs> get to the third fireball. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's really stressful. I think when I, so I beat the duel and I, I checked um, my heart rate right after Lion. I was still over 200 BPM. And like a couple minutes later, I was still like 173. I was like, oh. This is this is really 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 stressful. I I only get up to one seventy, and I Manenius like... though was not bad. Well, I think I think what spiked mine was that onslaught, that that mistake. Right oh right, yeah. Because so, then it's like you're over, and then it's not over, and then the enrage happens, and it might be over. Um, mm -hmm. But Manenius, I actually didn't feel stressful at all. That that one was really good, and we found out yesterday. Um, lo local paladin Atreus Auditory. Tested hollow ground on the on the tank buster to see if it would work. I mean, lost excellence gives you that hollow ground effect that works on DPS, which is fantastic. But we were like, will a tank invuln work? Because a lot of the other duels don't, um, and it does. So you actually don't need to bring mana wall if you're tanking, and you don't need to bring dispel either because they also added a lost action item that's on the GCD. A uh, lost reflect. curtain, or sorry, reflect, reflect, reflect. I said dispel. Yeah, it's reflect. Lost light curtain will give you. Um, the effect of your reflex. So you could just bring DPS actions on that fight if you're a tank. Mm. Or really anything. Um, and Lost uh, Excellence is fantastic. I'm glad the invuln works because I killed Meninius yesterday on Warrior and I it, the tank buster came up and I knew that I had slotted in or attempted to slot in Mana Wall ahead of time. Because like well ahead of time. So I basically finished my opener I was thinking to myself, okay, I've done a lot of damage. I can sort of chill out on damage here. I'm going to slot in Mana Wall early instead of my banner. And I'll have it ready for the buster. And then the, the buster comes up and I check my actions and Mana Wall isn't there. And the banner's still there. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> what what's happened? Where is it? And so I just panic pressed home gang. And it worked, <laughs> fortunately. Nice. And my auto potion proc, so I only got dropped to 50% HP. Um, that's also I, really I helpful and... because you can irregular that one, right? Menenius should be fully irregular. I believe you can, yeah. You, yeah, he doesn't do so much. It's not so scary, I think. That he's you can't got use a regular all the way through. He's got a big raid wide. The Tempest move, and then you have to proc those mines. It's not that damage. bad. It's, I think it's like 13k on tanks, so it's it's like 45k. You, you can afford to blow cooldowns, and if you're blood raging, you have them. So. Well, yeah, that's the thing. His his damage is infrequent enough, I think. And yeah, it's it's not too bad. So as long as you can invul that tank buster, because the tank buster does um, 40k approximately with mana wall, I think. So that's like 120 to a tank. If you're using a regular, so you have to use cooldowns, otherwise you're going to die. Um, but if you can just invuln it, then yeah, that makes a regular a lot more viable. What I've actually taken to doing is using a regular just on my opener, and then swapping to Martialist just for the sake of safety. So I sort of get it out of the way, I get the high damage out without taking too much damage, and then I just swap, and then I don't have to worry about my HP anymore. Yeah, and I think that's bring one for every AI hour window. And that that also so <laughs> yeah. it, what you can also do in addition to all this all this other buffing is um 
whatever your other action is, whether it's a banner or not, when you're on the dummy, you could actually put a font of power there. Even though warrior don't benefit from the crit, you could put font of power. And if you have a regular, it goes from a 30% buff to a 40% buff. So you could throw that yeah. on and then immediately reslot it for a banner, go in, do everything as natural, and just get the extra 40%. And because you had a regular up, that was even better. And then slot martialist after it's, it's pretty viable, yeah. expensive, but viable. Speaking what of what do you use money on in this game anyways, right? <laughs> yeah. Rating. Well, yeah, speaking speaking of Minius and um the sort of the the full clear experience, how do you guys feel about having someone mark the mines for you? Because I feel like that trivialized it a little bit for me, and I think I would like to do it again without having any marks, way marks. My first time, me. I did not use any marks, and I didn't put any on the arena because I was by myself in the instance, literally the only player there. So I, t I didn't know what was coming. Yeah. So I, I just had to remember. And at first, I was like, are they gone? And I was like, I don't think they're gone. I'm just not going to go there. But it, it's really not that bad because they're in the corners can, or the inner yeah, you corners. Can, you just play out of the Cardinals. Yeah, you basically play in a, a plus region that's sort of the middle extending to the Cardinals. As long as you yep. always path through the, the middle before going somewhere, then I think you're, for the most part, okay. So Ru Ruination into Exaflare, which is... So Ruination is, is, a, is a cross in the arena. You just stand out of it. And then these Exaflares that are alternating appear, going up and down and left and right. You have to find a spot that's not being hit by either of them. I mean, you could dodge, but there there's always a spot that you don't have to move in. And so what I was doing when I did the duel the first time and I didn't have any markers was I tried to just commit. When I when I started thinking maybe these mines are persisting, I tried to commit to one that was not near the center side and doing the X-Flares near there. Um, and it is also well. possible to do a, a dodge. Because the, the way we're doing the mechanic right now is we sort of look for two X-Flares that are pointing away from each other and we go in the cross section. Yeah. I have actually seen someone dodge directly in behind one in the middle in front of one Same. that was looking at them so that is possible i watched you do that but it's possible so if you really didn't want to gamble on going out and potentially getting too close to a mine you could consider trying to dodge in behind one in the center mm -hmm. as long as you think about it i had to do those mechanics once uh, when I zoned in i my banner and my font both didn't apply because i was at the buff cap and my flare star oh. only did only did like sixty percent of the boss's health, and I had to take the rest only, of the oh, only sixty percent. I, I actually had to do that mechanic, guys. That's yeah. crazy. It was wild. I was just I like, wait, this fight has mechanics. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, so, it's, I no, recommend it's doing them legitimately. Those those fights yeah. are fulfilling. If you can, I recommend doing them fully. They're they're pretty cool. Yeah, I think you're missing out. They're pretty cool, man. If you want to speedrun it, like, I still think it's impressive that people are able to do that much damage. Mm. Oh, I just think if you want to enjoy the fights in their entirety, that it's definitely worth doing, in my opinion. There's a lot of really cool mechanics and mechanic combinations in there, like the bogs um, rotating plus oh, the, the AOEs, the, the fireballs, right plus the, the, yeah, the, the puddle baits. I think that's a really cool mechanic, and I think that would be fitting in a savage even if you sort of imagine spreading the party out into different spots and sort of rotating around as the safe spots expand in front of you i think that's until, a really cool until concept. you have blood rage at three stacks and you have two seconds to apply yeah. it and onslaught <laughs> puts you in a fire and you die yeah <laughs> if i was if, actually I, yeah, I was holding my ir after every mechanic just to make sure 
if it was if it was press a button and you could queue in and do the fights i definitely would love to go and do them normally but it's such a pain to like farm out the mobs to spawn the fate to do the ce to do the duel to get the notoriety to not get in the duel to do loop it all over again and the people and that are doing that aren't getting yeah. you know valor or or fortitude right because you're spending time yeah. killing magitex and not doing fates yeah, I mean, well, and, it's, and, even with that, it's one of the best metal farms in the game because oh, of, of the duel buff afterwards. Yeah, um, <laughs> assuming you win the duel, and assuming you win That's the assuming duel, assuming somebody wins the duel. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can cut out the assumption though if you just go in there and flare star it. So yeah. fuck it. Like, <laughs> if, if it's if it's and between, then you're very tempted, right? You're like, let me just yeah. fucking. It's like it's like I can have a fulfilling fight, you know, learn it and prog it and have some fun, die a few times, or I could press flare star and get six million metal, like. No brainer for me. I think it, it makes sense if you're rushing. If that's the, what you're after, sure. if you're farming, yeah. if you if you if you're just a cheap piece of shit, you know that's great. <laughs> it's wonderful. I think what I think what Zeph and I's approach, we had a very similar mindset in that we're like, we have nothing. Like the relics came out, and people were like, wow, are these best in slot? I mean, I know I'm a mentor in the balance. I'm supposed to come up with that, but another another mentor already did, and I'm like, I don't care. It's gonna be a gain. It's gonna be a gain. But the, the relics are always best in slot at the end of the expansion, but. To what end this time? Like I, I didn't even no bother getting this belts for most of my jobs. Like, yeah. What, what am I? Gonna Did you even begin your relic, Bellano? I've finished it already. Okay. Are you going to use it? Like to level? I mean, what are you going to use it? Yeah. On? Of course. <laughs> it's this. It's, it's got the Walmart yeah. logo on it. It's a great yeah. book. Oh. I just man. I don't I don't find I mean I'm I'm gonna finish it eventually, but like the duels were what I looked forward to here, and that was what I wanted to do because the relics are just you're going to get them right you're just you're eventually going to get them with with just time mm -hmm. well um, for me like I, this entire content's just leveling alts because that's the thing i'm lacking uh i i don't care about anything else uh because raiding like again getting the relics not going to help me in in walker uh it's mm -hmm. not going to really help me do much at all so i'm like i could focus on doing that and like if i'm need to go do something that takes me away from leveling but well, maybe i won't do it I, I just don't you know it's a, it's not giving me something that's like uh uh gives me anything of real value and so yeah. uh at this point at least because i have so little time to dedicate towards things i'm like well what what will make me happy in the end if i get it and i'm done and well if you if you get all the relics and finish all the duels you get a cruise chaser mount mm -hmm. is that what mount you guys are assuming Phoenix. yeah well, that's, that's what I'm working on right now. I just didn't me. want to tell you guys, but I mean. Because <laughs> I also need I'm all the field notes. Fairly confident it's a PvP reward. Season 20? I, it's season 20. Because Square Enix is Solo like, let's burn this down. <laughs> for a full-party mount. <laughs> so, so 100 players that work really hard can pilot 800 players across the data center. <laughs> yeah. I, I am. Because if that happens pvp is just going to be destroyed like players are going to do all the horrible things that's always like no it's going to be popular people don't it's going do to, sure sure it'll and... be popular but like all the bad things are just going to like explode uh and i just i feel like that's i kind of i kind of want to see it happen just to show light onto <laughs> what's going on with everything with it uh, and just all they'll it. see all they'll see this many games were played in season 19 and this many games were played in season 20 so pvp is a success yeah wow, cruise chaser mounts right. <laughs> pvp yeah that, that's the right choice we got to make sure we got cruise chaser mounts for it um 
if we'll that see. Is PvP. You're gonna start. <laughs> I might have to do the feast. You're gonna have to do feast. <laughs> You'll be good. You You're summoners get a summoners get a button that kicks shields off of people, including hollowed. Oh yeah, yeah. It's get the old master nasty. spell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I really enjoy uh, legitimately done PvP with feast and everything. It's great, and I wish that system had a little bit more attention to this expansion. Uh, but I maybe it's just the I just want to see what happens if they did that. I want to see well, we, the result. We have PvP of what in Bolstra now. Yeah, With you know what? I was also the right thinking mechanics. There's, there's PvP because they were talking about it in chat a little bit. Wouldn't it have been funny if like one of the duels was you versus another player, like you versus the people who qualified and like yeah, a two Grand people Royale. qualify and they have to face <laughs> off. I mean, I'd be down. It might get cheesed, right? Because you're like, oh, well, yeah, I'll let well, you I'm in this time. Flare and star then... all of us, and we're just gonna fall over. <laughs> yeah. You going against a black mage and just chain sleep you, stuck yeah. for minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then just some jobs don't PvP like PvP at all. Very well, maybe with the the actions you could probably figure out a way to like make a oh, job work. Yeah, you just stun somebody, run behind them, and assassinate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! Because uh, standing just five me. feet apart from each other, chain popping excellence, <laughs> hollowed over and over. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, so the duels you guys would say are harder if they're done legitimately than Southern, or is it? It's. I don't agree with that. No, it's sort mechanically, of you get a problem below here and there. They, they they mesh like a raid tier would mesh, where okay. I think there is a there is an easier, a middle, and a hardest one from each. Okay. Right? The the mechanics. Well, out of the all same. the mechanics you've done, what do you think? I've actually I've actually done a good amount of all the fights until I was just like fuck it flare storm but yeah. there's surprisingly the biggest change I think is that there's like a DPS check to them as we were talking about earlier and like back in the southern oh, front tanks were like the preferred thing to pick to go in there and just like knock them over because you could hollow through mechanics or or you wouldn't need to bring as I, many I think warrior specifically because yeah. yeah. you got juked by a knockback could... onslaught saved you lion achieved like when he jumped across the arena dude warrior was just busted for that right yeah, or or yeah. fizz ranged because a fizz range could just run around doing whatever they needed to do. Yeah, you just do whatever it's comfortable on, basically. And tanks have simplistic rotations compared to DPS. You can sort of focus more on the mechanics. You don't have to worry about your health. You don't have to worry about slotting in a, a mana wall, depending on the fight. It just makes it a, a more comfortable in general, I would say, which is why tanks were used a lot in Southern Front. Mm-hmm. So the duels this time have, what, like three to four times more health? So you actually have to worry about your damage a little bit if you're going in there on a um, yeah. like a tank or a healer. Hmm. Okay. You can't really die too much or you're going to hit and rage even with your buffs. All right. Yeah. I, I, would, I would think it's probably... So, so Gabriel, in my opinion, was the easiest one from the first time around. As long as people could just not press yeah. their button during Dynamic Sensor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then this this time around, I think Menenius is the easiest one. You have Definitely. relatively yeah, full up time. You just got to dodge mines. And then I would I would say Lion was probably the hardest from both of the other ones. Sardvor was like yeah, a juke, yeah. right? Because it it could alternate knocking you back or doing a big chariot, and that kind of dictated what you had to do. But if you just paid attention, it wasn't too bad. And that's kind of the same with Dabog, where it's either going to buff one arm or the other. Yeah, yeah. But but Lion is definitely I think that the king of of the duels. Do you think the previous Lion is harder or this? I this think one. this one's harder because it has alteration yeah. in the mechanics where it can tether to different clones or himself. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. And there, there is that really awkward dodge that I was presented with, which now that I've had a chance to look at the VOD, now I know what to do, but it's... Yeah, I think, I think you were looking at the wrong Quake, to be honest. I would have used the other one. Yeah, yeah, the other one. I... Yeah, so I the problem sure the problem I is that mechanic is resolved in that pattern without being near it, right? So you you gotta yeah. like it feels to have a out of, of place. Mm -hmm. I love yeah, how Red but... just like researches other people's attempts. Uh, so... No, that, well that was oh, we we own. watch each other. We were watching each yeah. other. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I know what he's talking about time. because I had to do it like an hour before him. So yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this wasn't for me. It wasn't too bad because I did the original Lion Duel many, many times, so that the quakes still pulse out the same way. They're just in different spots of the arena. Yeah. So before the exit quakes would happen, and there's 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 exit flares and quakes happening, and you had to dodge into the middle of the arena. But this time, because they're in two different corners of the arena, the middle's completely dangerous. You have to actually dodge into one of them, and that's safe. But the way the mechanic works is you either dodge into the corner of the Exaflare, or I'm sorry, into the Quake, or you dodge into the side of it because you had to start on the side. And that's what's getting people is a lot of the POVs people are watching is mm -hmm. one pattern and not the other. Yeah, so that's the thing. I, so I'd obviously studied... Uh, what, by watching other people attempt it, I was taking clips and then I was sort of slowing it down and looking for where the safe spot is. And so I, I was thinking to myself, okay... I'm going to start right next to one, and I need to end up right here in the middle, like right next to the middle of the, the Earth AoE, basically, is sort of where you're aiming for. And then I get this pattern where I get pushed to one corner by the clones and lion, and then they don't spawn near me, and I'm just thinking, okay, well, everything that I had prepared myself for is out the window, and I have to try and improvise uh, how I'm going to dodge this. And I just Yeah, you, you looked like a deer right in the headlights for a second. You're like, do I go left or right here? Yeah, there's an extra player to my right. I was directly between them when I when I checked the vod. Went on the second pulse, I was directly between, and I tried to sprint. And I realize now, which I'll try and be more prepared for next time. Which is, hmm. if I ever get in a situation like that, and I think it's a good tip for anyone playing tank, it's just press your invuln. If you realize you're in a bad situation, just press your invuln. You'll get a damage down, but at least you'll survive. And it's that better than the losing I was getting your... knocked into the wrong uh, cleave. Because I, I misread the arm and then I looked too late, so it's home game. Yeah, it, the I damage down not turn it either. It's like twenty seconds. Yeah, it's better uh, than getting weakness and losing your one re-raise online. So I think if I did that, I might have actually cleared because I'd learnt my lesson the first time. I was like, well, I have to be prepared for this now, and I also wouldn't have popped the irregular because I wouldn't have been so far behind on the DPS check. You so had another another um, theory too, right about. Whether a yeah, line is which tethered? I haven't, I haven't had a maybe, chance to check. Maybe but somebody it, watching has if you present it. Yeah, so it, it looks like um, when Lion is in the middle, and the Earth Aoes appear, he has this sort of ground effect that travels from him to the expanding Earth Aoes, and when the the effect reaches it, that's when they start pulsing. Each of the clones have the same effect, which is basically tethering them to two of the Exaquakes each, the two nearest ones. And so my theory is that each of those mechanics counts as a damage source for that particular tether debuff. So if you wanted, perhaps you could just stand behind Lion in the Earth AoE to resolve that debuff stack and trivialize the, the dodge, not having to do a, a dodge into the second pulse. I haven't had a chance to try it because I haven't gone back in since then. Um, 
but I, I'm wondering if that will work. I was thinking of trying it and popping home gang. The problem is if it fails, then the debuff is still going to kill me if it mm. doesn't resolve the debuff. But if that works, that would make it easier. No, so you would only... He's saying dodge the taste of blood. You'd be behind the... So rather than being put in the open corner by standing in front of him, you go behind him. Yeah, you go behind him. Well, it's one of two ways. You sort of hang around the middle, and if the safe... If the spot between the two taste of bloods you need to get hit is away from the Earth AoEs, then you just run straight behind line to the earth aoe that is there and you just get hit by that one instead and i think that would simplify the dodge a lot um i just don't know if it works mm. so if somebody wants to well, test and waste the notoriety six months, dude, yeah, six months to test it yeah <laughs> well that's, that's hey, what we is, did yesterday with the hollow ground test on Mananius. because you, yeah. you're just going to play around now right and, and it's yeah. nice to see what you can get away with well uh, outside outside of these duels, I do want to talk about that end dungeon just a little bit more. That's all there was was duels. <laughs> was oh yeah, sure. Because I <laughs> I did hear complaints. I did hear complaints from some of the players. Uh, just watching Twitter and everything else, is that this content is not fulfilling for anyone who wants difficult content. I mean, obviously with uh, duels, if you cheese them, they're not difficult. Uh, so I can get that point too. But like the dungeon itself, it, with Echo, it makes it completely laughable as well, right? Yeah. Even what you, without Echo, I believe it's heavily imbalanced. I mean, what mm. are you what are you talking about, Frosty? They did put a savage version in. It's called doing a forty eight people instead of eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, yep. the thing is, which is the same before too. You did twenty four Delubrum or forty eight Delubrum. Fair. Yeah. But it's like, like it's heavily Castrum, imbalanced. Castrum wasn't supposed to be particularly difficult either. Like it, it's not exactly high-end content it's sort of like a, a maybe slightly more difficult 24 man it's supposed to be accessible um mm -hmm. the problem is for me it lacks the atmosphere of castrum like just the the sense of scale like you're you're going in with a lot of people and just like it's not necessarily the gameplay element it's just the feeling of doing it just felt a lot more shallow this time around because you could just go in with a small group and nothing really mattered it's because they catch up mechanic that on launch, right? Yeah, yeah, and they they should have delayed that. Yeah, I, I, I w I'm willing to bet. Uh, I will put my left shoe on it that if people had the echo when Castrum launched and could underscale it, same thought process would be had. That people would feel the same. It was yeah. too easy. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I guess the the hardest part actually there is one hard part to uh, uh, Del Taco or diarrhea or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, same same thing. The, same thing. There too. is a bonus chest you can get on the first boss if they both die before ads any ads start spawning. Like if they both die at the same time. Um, oh, is that what it is? chest that shows up? Okay. Yeah, it's got sixty more of the um, mithril coins in mithril. it. Yeah. Maybe cruise chasers. Yeah, I, 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 th I think the chests are too 40... underwhelming this time around. You barely get any 40... actions. You get currency for yeah. gear that doesn't matter. It's literally just glamour. Like, if people don't have 530 by now, I doubt they're farming all the way through this content to get 525 gear per raid. I already have a... I'm already, like, one and a half stacks through that currency. It's just taking up an extra inventory slot at this point. Yeah. I mean, you can turn the, the Mithra ones into Platinum, which frees up some space. And then buy one. I will do that. I will do that. <laughs> I haven't even checked. Like, it, I, never, I never even bothered to check because it wasn't something that I was there for. All I knew is that I was just racking up stacks. 
I, I, I feel Sardawar versus the bottom um, critical engagement rush, the critical engagement gauntlet. So what happens is you, you begin and there's there's those air bikes, the mounts that you get, and eight players can take them and go to the top. Um, if you go to the top and you weren't supposed to and you return, you leave. You go to the beginning of Zadnor. Yeah. You are screwed. And they don't that tell you. That happened to me. The first that time I, I saw those things and I was like, oh, what's this? And I clicked on it and then I just flew off and I'm like, well, okay, this is happening. Can I go back? Nope. One <laughs> of the times I now. went in undersized and I was the only tank and I'm like, I'll go kill Sardwar by myself. So the healer and bard, or I'm sorry, the healer and summoner came up with me. So then it was like a bard and a dragoon down bottom. And I'm like, you guys need to figure out a way to go help them or we need to die and wipe. And they're like, we'll just return. And they lodestoned out. Oh. <laughs> that oh, was no. a failed run. <laughs> uh, so... The, my, my my issue right now is you go up to Sardivar and you can't return, so you'd have to wipe and then restart, which is whatever you lose metal, whatever, um, mm -hmm. and that's fine. You could do that, but I I haven't been in a run yet where Sardivar was killed after the critical engagement rush. I do not think I you have, need eight players up top. I have I have not actually ever had Echo. That my attempts at it have always been popular. Well, I was I was in a full run and. As eight players that go up, we killed it before the gauntlet rushed down bottom, and that was okay. the other, the other, you know, whatever forty players or whatever. The bottom part is definitely the longer part. Um, if you want to get the extra chest, have the top part just hold, have them yeah. get to five percent and coordinate a little bit. Unlike original Castrum, where it didn't actually make a difference. Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah. it feels Same like that was end. a nod to original Castrum because the people yeah. would always be yelling like "slow top, slow top." Oh no, they gotta be even. But it literally didn't matter. The enrage was at seven minutes, I think, and the the percentage so, somewhere around there. Yeah, I mm -hmm. did like the idea of so so the bottom. What you do is you basically go through a series of all the critical or most of the critical engagements um, that matter, and it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> Like you're you're kind of trained to qualify for the duels doing those, which is which is nice. I like that. That was kind um, of like Lion in the the end of um, Castrum. You mm -hmm. he was sort of like a a, a trial run, like a, a you could use him it's, to practice. It was funny because I completed the duel before I did that. So yeah, <laughs> I went into like... Lion in Castrum and was like, hey, this is this is easy. I better not fucking get hit by this. And then somebody else got hit and didn't die. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so but, uh, explain to me these bosses that we're facing, just because I haven't seen it at all. So the first one was like a gauntlet of critical engagements for, for one for one party, and the other party takes the air bikes up top, and they actually fight Sardivar the Inferno, who's mm -hmm. back, and he's done dirty there because that's the last 1v1. time you fight him, and you could technically never fight him. But he is the same as the one v one. In essence, did they do the reverse time in the one v one? Yes, he, he does. Okay, yeah. Uh, so no, he, they didn't. They they didn't have reverse time in one v one. Okay, in oh. this, there's a reverse time, and all it is is the time clock on the ground rotation, but backwards. So you you stand on mm -hmm. the fast one and then go to the slow one. Phoenix is still there. Phase change is still there. There are those towers it's that show up. Phase change though, he turns into something else. He turns the into the boss. Command. He turns into the boss from um, Grand Cosmos, the yes. final boss, and he does the left right cleaves. Yep. Um, but it's still he still becomes a fire demon, whatever. And you mm. you beat him, and then that's it. You you feel good about killing a guy who's seven hundred and thirty two years old or something. Um, okay. And you you wait. You just kill a series of ads until the other team wins, and then you're done. And then at the end, you push a button, and it'll open up a, a gateway. And the button mechanic is weird. You bo both teams have to push it at the same time, but the door doesn't open until they're there anyway. So that's that's a later button actually. But th this button has there's one on Sardivar too. 
there's yeah, there's one after start over, but there's no like timing. Oh, does the bottom people, not have a button? The bottom just have, the bottom's just standing there like, why isn't this gate opening? What's going on? Where oh, okay, okay, okay. So you're opening the button for them. Yeah. Mm. That, okay, I understand. Um, so you, you continue down from there, and um, what is the second pack? Is it? It's not. It's not the the big there's boy, a, is it? There's a single mob that's mob. nonsense that you just knock over, and then it's the big um, the where you turn into goo. It's patches. Big, yeah. <laughs> it's patches. He turns you into slime. So there's mm-hmm. there's a mechanic that comes out, and it's what is it? Um, billowing necro something or whatever. It's it's basically the mechanic necro from Vordark where where you have to get hit by something. So you you stand in these puddles and you get turned into a slime, and he jumps on you, and your your body gets flattened and you're gooped, and then you're fine when you turn back into a person. Or you do not turn into a slime. He jumps on you, does not kill you, stuns you for three seconds instead of being a slime for 15, and then you continue. Yeah. You can actually or... not get hit by that. You, <laughs> yes, you, you can yeah. dodge them. But if I, he, I was he can pick Dancer, you, though. He can pick you. Well, I was, I was playing Dancer. I was leveling Dancer when I went in there for multiple runs, and I would just sort of uh, on avant back and forth, and I had pretty good sex, uh, success rate. <laughs> Um, everything. Yeah, pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go queue up his dancer. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> no, yeah, the success rate was pretty good. Um, dodging back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's it, it's kind of forgettable. Most of the mechanics that you're gonna see in these fights. He um, he also does a forced march, which is resolved by standing in the middle and DPSing the boss. Yeah. Because all the, the puddles that turn you into slimes are like what you don't want to get marched into at that point. But they're all at the diagonals, and you don't get diagonal force marched, so you sit on well, the boss. And the hitbox is so large, you go from one end to the other. There's also like the uh, like the landslide, or I'm sorry, like the um, the Titan boulders from Titan, yeah. So yeah. You, you do like a three-to-one dodge on that, but it's even if you don't, you take a bone that goes away in a minute. It's whatever, yeah, it's forgettable. Oh. <laughs> and then, the next and then you move actually... on to... The most interesting part in there. Um, <laughs> because most it's... people muscled it and didn't know how to do it at first. And they didn't have enough players to do it properly at first. Yeah. So you go up to it and there's there's two hallways that are like filled with lightning on the floor. And there's all these like laser traps and shit. Mm-hmm. And you need four people to stay behind and stand on this platform, which turns off the, uh, the lightning floor. The lightning floor really hurts. It ticks for like 30k a second. It'll just like delete you oh. most of the time. I ran through it with Titan Edgy out and Neko because the Titan Edgy shield was like a quarter million or something. It was ridiculous. Um, but those four people need to stay on that platform and then ads start spawning and like put AOE markers on it and shit. You gotta like dodge around while staying on the platform because if one person steps off, the lightning turns back on and just fries everybody in the hallway. Um, nice. So they have to run down there are, this gauntlet. There are these uh, TV screens too that show. So there are oh, these yeah. beams that shoot down left or right lanes. And you can physically look at the TV screens, the four players standing on the panels, to see where they are. And then they need to communicate with the rest of the people, so you're in voice, whatever, or you just shout. And the way people, that most of the groups that we've seen do it are like, um, there's the left side and the right side. So you do like left-left to indicate that the left room's getting a left beam, or you do left-right, and then you shout to the other side, like right-right, or whatever. Um, and then the parties have to read and coordinate and not get blasted, because it's, it's pretty potent if you don't have Echo. Um, mm. But if you do have Echo, would, you just would... you, you blaze through it. I would like to add, um, if you're playing on NA, make sure you use slash yell, not slash shout. If you happen to be in Sphere's instance, he <laughs> may be feeding you misinformation. Oh, will he just start doing no randoms? <laughs> if he's outside. Yeah, he tweeted That's about funny. it. He said if he's outside and he's and he sees the, the <laughs> okay. shouts instead of the yells, he's just going to shout back. Okay, there was, there, was a group, there was a group that I, they were doing bottom and they asked Sardavar's percent and I was like 72. 
<laughs> I wasn't in there at all. You know, got to be careful with that. Like, uh, I got tired of people asking about how long ca- until Castrum's up because you know they use every like five minutes. Somebody's like, yeah. Castrum, Castrum. Even if Castrum's up, they say, "Where? How long is on Castrum?" Right? And so like they don't try or anything else. And I, I just got into the habit of just saying random stuff, like random amounts, because I'm like, <laughs> like, "Oh, it was up like two hours uh, ago." And... Yeah. Or, no. Yeah. No. It was like that. I, I would say something ridiculous, like, "Oh, two hours, three hours, impossible," because it's every hour, right? Uh, and then someone's like, okay, even, it's even faster. Yeah. But then like this guy tried to like, as soon as I said that, it's like, Hey, report him. And he was like trying to convince other people to report me for saying that. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, (coughs) I I, I just don't, I I just don't get it sometimes, but but yeah, no. So you, you, you finish the lightning hallways and that's where both sides need to hit the panels at the same time or just spam them until the other person hits it. Okay. Um, and okay. then you, you, you continue down and you see Menenius, who's the dude who's, you know, trying to wreck your stuff that you didn't kill in the duel yet because you didn't spawn it yet. Um, and, and he jumps in Hyper Gundam and he goes in a Super Gundam that is Perfect Alexander's brother, uh, but like a Beyblade. Mm-hmm. And, and he starts fighting you and, and, and pushing your stuff in. And then Lion's like, whoa! Don't forget, we have unfinished business from Gastrum, and I've got a bigger, better Dewan the Third. What is it, like Dewan the Younger or something? And 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 yeah. he jumps down on a bigger bird, and then that thing's got a hundred percent HP. The other one's got whatever it has, and then they keep splitting HP with each other, like in a like in the Void Arc um, fight between the the tree dog and and the tree <laughs> itself. And they, they just keep equalizing their HP, which is fine because mm-hmm. one of them takes increased magic damage. He just bursts that. You do a bunch of mechanics, jumps around. Um, he does some Beyblade spinny stuff. He does, he does a like a sacrament kind of stuff where he'll he'll like move and either do radiant sacrament or regular sacrament, blast out to stuff. And and if you've done Alexander at all, then it's fine. You push him over. Um, kind of forgettable, except there's a use. bug if you kill them while they're tethered. So when if they're too close to each other, most of the time, they don't like get hurt at all. Um, you have to drag them apart. But if you kill one while that tethers up, the other one's unkillable, and you got to time out and fail, which is a bug right now. That's not good. Yeah, I, I've only seen it happen once, but it's it's kind of messed up. But this we've almost killed the robot before uh, the one jumped That's in. That's crazy. Got to like the low <laughs> teens. I want. I wonder if you can like actually just like kill him, or if he'll stop at zero point one. Probably gonna stop. I he would have to. <laughs> well, there's there's the dungeon. It's um. Was it Anamnesis Snyder with that first boss that like is is the beast thing and it spawns another one? If you kill it, a little time passes and the other one comes out. So no, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the shark one you're talking about. Yeah. No, not the shark one. It's like this this like void beast thing. It's it's the other. It's the later dungeon. The other. It's not Academia Snyder. It's Anamnesis where you're on you're on Bismarck. Oh, the, the first the first boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you kill that other one before the second one spawns, the second one will just come out and bite you. Uh, I do wonder, because they they split HP, but like Belana said, if you get it to point one, when does the HP split happen? Because could you finish off um, the shortly after. Alexander boss? Like, before I mean, the, the he second does one HP comes out split. with 100% HP. Yeah, so... But I'm just saying, could you just kill him from 0.1 yeah. before he splits his HP, and then you're just contending with uh, Dewan and nothing you else? You can actually kill them before they manage to split HP. I think we had Dewan at like 30% once when we, the robot just like fell over. 
And all the mechanics become jokes at that point because you're only doing like you only have half of them going off. Oh no! You just, know like, what? Yeah, mechanic. we killed Dewan first, and he's just laying there on the ground, and we we're like, "Hello," <laughs> which which was really yeah. unfortunate because he did the untargetable Beyblade thing after. Oh, we're yeah. just doing nothing. Oh, so you're just hanging out. <laughs> kill kill yeah. the big robot first, so you don't have to deal with that. Uh, but but what you don't want to say is when you're DPSing the both of them and you want to kill the robot, don't say more on the robot because that just sounds offensive to the robot. <laughs> and that's that's what I said our first time seeing it. They're like, that's rude. <laughs> I was like, you catch the Nimrods outside. Oh. That All takes right. me back to Uwu Prog whenever I said more on nails. <laughs> <laughs> the so, same joke was made. So- yeah. So, so you you finish those two, and then you go into a cutscene. You pick up a chest, and you go down, mm-hmm. and and it turns out the gar so the Garleans are really good at creating ultimate weapons, like all mm-hmm. kinds of them. This time, they decided it would be great to take a serpent Neo X death and combine it with Diablo and create the Diablo armament, and give you mechanics you haven't seen in seven years. Now, Frosty, do you remember the old Diablo gate mechanic where you had to like pay remember attention the to two, the symbols and mark the doors? Yeah. Yeah. Except this time, there's no doors you're marking. You just got to remember them or type it in chat or something. But it's all different colors and shapes. Mm-hmm. And that happens. And it's without fail when it. I'm running in pugs. Like, more than half of the people are dead when it's over. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty wild. And a lot it of other my favorite dungeon. Too. I love that dungeon really? back in the day. Yeah, music was great. Atmosphere was that just music really nice. Best thing I, think of. I did yeah. enjoy it. Diablo's yeah. had a long history in this game. More than I thought yeah. it would. He's done a lot of stuff. <laughs> he was a ra- big raid boss I, I, for the Alliance. He was a dungeon boss. Uh, he's here. Um, I don't know. I've got a, a good tip for solving that mechanic and other mechanics in there. Uh, mm. so you go in on White Mage with Chainspell, and um, you pop uh, uh, the the Thin Air, the, the free MP thing, and you just res, 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 res. <laughs> you get your achievement. <laughs> Oh, I got that Chivo, man. I finally finished it out. Nice. That's fantastic. That's a good idea. I might do yeah, that. That's great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that boss is, is pretty straightforward. There's a lot of mechanics where it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, watch out for this. Don't stand in that. Move over from this. Now, there's a really cool mechanic that reminds So I'm a big Monster Hunter fan. And there's there's a mechanic that reminds you of Brachidios, who, who is a, a brute monster who throws slime down on the ground that starts out green and then, like, turns yellow, orange, ignites, and blows up. And there are these AoEs that that Diablo puts down that start out green and then they light up and the other sections overlap. You kind of got to dodge them to the side the same way you used to do. I think it was in Wanderer's Palace. Is that what had the demon wall? Um, and you had to dodge like side to side, like the, the beams would come Amdipor. down and you had to go out. Amdipor, that's right, that's right. Mm. Sorry, it's been a million years. Yeah. Um, but the same thing kind of happens there. And then later on in the fight, he, he like turns 90 degrees and then they start alternating. And that's probably the coolest mechanic in that fight. Mm, okay okay is it and that's it after you beat that it's done no there's like a laser light show so there's like these okay. these coronal cleaves with uh with the the dice mechanic where you can't move a literal um, light show by the way yeah it's a literal light it's like when leviathan in, in um in eden 3 starts like lighting up in savage and blasting everything it's the same thing he just starts green lasering everywhere and starts going <laughs> like this and you're like what is happening what is going on right now i want to get closer and look at this but now the model's gone Mm. Which I think was actually was that visible in in your in your clip Zep in the intro, right? You were standing like in his hitbox, turned around, fell leaving. <laughs> uh, you just can't see him. Yeah, I mean that's good calling. So oh yeah, see yeah. what's going on. But 
Yeah. Oh, he also puts out acceleration bombs during that, um, which persist after yeah. you kill the boss. So I've I've had it where we down the oh, boss really? and everybody's like, "All right, time to go get the chest," and they start running, <laughs> blow up from the acceleration bomb. <laughs> and and okay. it is nice. You do you do get like three million metal, which is cool, but you don't really get too many rewards outside of that. You you have a chance at getting an essence. Um, I've had I've had runs where I've gotten a single essence and that was it for like the fragments, which is unfortunate because the fragments are kind of rare. I don't really want to go back and do castrums for some of them, but. Um, some of the caster ones do drop in uh, in Del Taco. Yes, well, that's what I mean. I was like, I was hoping for bloodsuckers because they really help if you're going to solo content life steal, but they're very rare. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, is there a mount that drops from that too? Yeah, I've heard people so. talk Wait, about no, it, but I've raptor. never seen anybody actually drop it. Which one? There is a, there is an actual mount that drops a raptor. Yeah, a raptor. Oh yeah, I got it. I got, got it two one. days ago. Oh, okay, I got one. Yeah, I've not seen it. Okay. Yeah. I remember the the first time we cleared it. Someone in the alliance goes, uh, "Is the mount one hundred percent?" It's just like, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> All right, but luckily, is it... I, I, good. Luckily, there's no like the the coins are kind of useless, but I'm glad it's not a ridiculous grind like the haste gear was. Mm. Like having to get like the what like the are you happy you have five hundred uh, haste gear going into the zone? You're like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah, I've yeah. got it on Not caster and on healer. I didn't I didn't have it. I actually bought Haste gear with chain spells got to be a good dream. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Watcher, Black Mage with all the haste gear. You're just running around insta-cast, I mean, I... 1.5 second fire fours. Hmm. I feel like Square Enix teased me a little bit because they allowed me to get down to a 2.05 on Warrior, which is almost enough to get a sixth spell cleave, so I was really looking forward to more haste gear in Zadnor. Oh. I'll just yeah. never hey, get why, that other spell cleave. Well, I invest more in, you know, into making yeah. gear and everything else. At this point, they just, you're done, right? This, well, I don't they know, made Eureka's the still they going. They didn't put effects on it. Rin, there is one way you can hmm. do it. Yeah, if I get Essence Banner of the Victor from an NPC. No, Could you imagine Banner prepping for a duel and getting Essence of the Victor in the duel, and then Zoning in and just essence of the victor in your opener. <laughs> okay, maybe that I'm wrong really about it. Cool. It's that's I've going never used it before. Even further beyond. Never used what? <laughs> uh, the banner of honed acuity. Does that not reduce what your GCD? Increases uh, critical hit rate by thirty percent. Reduces weapon skill cast time and recast time. Spell cast time and recast time. And auto attack delay by twenty percent. Yeah. The, the, the way you proc it. So when you do the dodge for right? Oh, for for yes. dodges though, that's yeah. unlikely. So, you're not re you're not yeah, I know, but going to technically, do that. technically, you could. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want can, a reliable way to do this. You yeah. can get <laughs> okay. up to fifty five percent dodge. I mean, it lasts it lasts one hundred and twenty seconds. So you yeah, have. Yeah, it's not worth it at this point. <laughs> no, it's not because <laughs> then you don't get to use your. Just you know what? Lens. You know what? I'll be like Sfi, and I'll just I'll just proc it off the Magitek bits in Mananius, and then I'll die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you just can wait get up till to the job action trailer. Them. Like the job action trailer, you'll see the six spell cleave, and you're like, oh, that's when I saw five a while ago. <laughs> what were you saying, Bolana? Sorry. Oh, I was just saying that um, for the acuity, you can get up to 55% dodge from um, Watcher, and then the new action Impetus, if you're in Breathtaker, gives yep. a buff to your entire party that's 15% uh, more dodge. 
Um, so it's actually close to 60, I think, once you add it all together. And Yeah, in impetus was how I dodged that left wave. Because uh, I, I was uh, using Breathtaker plus impetus. Man, I so if you're trying to qualify for duels, it's probably a good combo. So you just get hit by hit by something and then just whiffs you instead. Yeah, that's. I, I don't know why, but I keep thinking you guys are, like you say impetus. And I'm like, it. I can't get it out of my head that you're about to say like impotent or something like that. I don't know why, but it's just like it's impetus. It's, yeah, impetus. There we go. Or impede. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I. I don't know. It's just such a weird word to me for some reason. I fucking english majors dude what's even funnier is it's a mechanic in one of the duels but it does not do that <laughs> it gives you misdirection mm. oh, i'm sorry not misdirection it gives you the force oh, march the force uh, march half yeah. the time half the time it gives it to you half the time it just falls off and does nothing do we know why <laughs> that happens yet originally i thought that you dodge it but people without any dodge at all have just had it expire mm. so i don't know so, content's done, man. Uh, Bosch is over with. This is the last. Are you happy with what they did with this? Is this like a good Eureka, I guess? Like a good change from going from Eureka to Baja here now that it's all finalized? Or were you? would you rather have Eureka over this? I feel like they played it too safe with Zadnor. I feel like they just wanted to like kind of get it out. So they just kind of copied and pasted everything that was they had in the Southern Front and just brought it over where with eureka we had a lot of iteration we had a lot of change we had a lot of new developments between each time the new eureka came out so it would have been nice to see them you know kind of branch out and try something different but um i mean it's if you like the southern front you like this too okay okay i would definitely add in a future patch the ability to buy some of these new fragments with clusters because you can't that would be nice yeah and that's it doesn't even have to be the broken ones like you can't even buy the the hearth one right you can only buy re-raise so mm. at least a couple of them would be nice to have they don't have to give you everything but i was very surprised to see that, like nothing was included hmm okay and and uh, since you have to basically run like castrum del riata right if you future proof it and and nobody's queuing for those which means it doesn't pop you're not going to really have a way to get them which means you're not really going to have a way to do the duels the way that we are able to do them now unless people continue to run it a mass um mm -hmm. so that that's my only I, I would i would add that in but otherwise i think the content's pretty fine it was played too safe it's pretty easy it's done very quickly which right now seems boring but it's probably a good thing for new players later who are like i don't want to put in like a hundred hour grind and they won't have to yeah they're already going to go through a realm reborn it's true uh, do you think they should have had the Savage at the end of this instead of at the end of the other zone? Uh, I, I don't mean, think they... so, based on the release time. No. I, I think it was this, nice. This is kind of a catch-up for Savage. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we needed something when Savage came out, so it was it was fun content to have when we got it. I think if they waited until now, it would have been a very boring time period for those of us looking for challenging content. So many people would have stopped playing then. Yeah. Hmm. And then they wouldn't be here now. Yeah, well, they did, did their their they did the typical thing where they release the hard content and then they release the catch up patch after. Like you know, they do the eight man savage and then they do the twenty four, which the gear isn't as good, but it'll get you in there. So they yeah. kind of mm -hmm. did a, a similar script for for this uh, this Baja stuff. Okay, okay. And and we get season twenty of the feast coming later, so you know this content for the rest of the expansion. Is yeah, that gonna be like you're a right. Six month season, like 
a preseason is for what an undetermined we can assume it's going to be when they when they give echo and unlock the information that is so but they never tell us poor it is so poor and uh, you know this is straightforward square enix this this was not the best uh patch uh or not best expansion for pvp at all and they know that they know that um, I mean, I only just started PvPing, but I mean, I think all of us know that it's never talked about. It's talked about less than crafting and gathering. I do appreciate, and I love how we're talking about Baja and we go into PvP here towards the end of the show. Uh, I do appreciate during the fan fest, during the keynote, he was like, hey, more PvP stuff's coming, it, but we'll we'll tell you about that later. He at least acknowledged it in some way that like it exists, it exists in the game. <laughs> it's something that is going to be a feature um but maybe maybe all the last expansion burned them out on everything that you know they went through with that so uh i am i am looking forward to because i mean what else what else is there to do between now and then besides just level up jobs people and... clear for the first time ultimate solo palace of the dead if you want to get the necromancer title for yeah, reaper that's or what I'm looking at. What, yeah, isn't it like a bunch of levs to get like the reaper title or something yeah, like, i think there's a reaper title Fieldcraft leaves or something like that yeah 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 Yo, okay. i mean grand grinding out in baja is actually gonna be good for leveling up reaper if you uh, get those, mm -hmm. you know, 10, 20 stacks, you know, going in there, just be a uh, go around blasting stuff on Reaper. I guess that's a good 30 point. 30% increased damage, 50% increased health, some crazy lost Lo action. Lost Rampage is really cool. good too. That was something I didn't really talk about earlier. So there's a, there's an AOE 300 potency attack that will also give 10% trick attack to anything that has an aversion to mm -hmm. physical damage. But it's stronger than Decimate, so if you're on Warrior in IR, you just use that if you're AoEing things, because it's going to do more damage. <laughs> uh, but okay. there's, there's some really fun abilities, and it's going to make being able to grind by yourself uh, fun when you're leveling things up later. Plus, there's, there's probably going to be a lot of people at the beginning for Sage and Reaper. Hey, now that you're saying that, I'm just imagining, like, as soon as uh, the expansion hits, you're going to see just nothing but Sage and Reapers running all over the map of Baja, just eating and devouring oh, yeah. stuff i expected uh, yeah i i was not thinking about that i thought people would just you know sage two reapers and uh whatever tank got looped into uh having to help them level up doing dungeon back to back over and over and over again um i mean you you do your roulettes to 71 and you just go on baja to 80 yep it's it's pretty fast i leveled um my warrior and dark knight both in there uh it mm -hmm. was like six hours each or so yeah, the latest one. I mean, you, you will also I, be able I did to just go into cast from Abania front. Like cast from Abania with the thirty percent buff. Yeah, to seventy one. That's that's yeah. right. I mean, I do it to seventy three because you don't get your AOE ability until seventy two on most jobs, right? So you, cast from Abania, you're you're best in slot. You're overpowered and you're burning through it. And the the old earrings gave you the extra experience. Although now the Memphina's earrings are just going to be like the same thing up to eighty. Um, but doing mm -hmm. that to seventy one and going into boss is probably going to do the play. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, we're we're here at the end, guys. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about with Baja here? We, I didn't think. Uh, yeah, I was like, you guys were like, hey, it's going to be a short show. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. We're at two hours, so <laughs> perfectly uh, Do, normal. Get size. all your field notes. Field notes. Okay. Get all your field notes. One more. Yeah, you get a mount. Okay. The mount. I thought I thought I would hate that mount, but it's actually pretty cool. Is the motorcycle mount you're talking about? The yeah. Yeah. 
And you do not have yeah. to do the duels to get the field notes. <laughs> They're very rare from some other places, but you can get them. It's Flare okay. Star, that shit. Melt that guy. Yeah. Cheese it up. <laughs> we value this title. Cheese, I mean, yeah, it, it does make it. It does make it accessible. It, it's definitely easier to just follow a, a sequence of button presses than flawless execution for eight or nine minutes. I would say so. It does. I mean, open you could just. Up that so, so you're saying speed killing savage is easier than doing the whole fight. Yes, yeah, exactly. A sequence yeah. of buttons and a shorter duration. Absolutely. That was like yeah. the biggest thing, right? Killing fights faster just means you do less mechanics. Skip black, right? Skip black smoke. How many people knew how to do all of the, the Void of Repentance at the end of Alexander? After week one. Me! I enraged that fight <laughs> oh, I, multiple I just, times! I just, <laughs> I just pugged it. I was only pugging back then, so I saw it all the time. But I yeah. actually really like that mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, it came back in Black Smokers. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um. Well, anything else? No, I think we kind of covered. I, I'm assuming because yeah. you know I I haven't been through the all the content myself, but I'm assuming we've hit everything pretty well. Uh, nothing else is new or shiny with Zadnor. No, no, it'll make the Lubum Regine Savage easier if people want to farm and do that eventually. If they haven't yet. Go get your stacks of valor, etc. And I mean, technically, have a bit of an easier time. I need to do that, and I need to do all the ultimates and everything else, because I feel like it's some, at some point, it, it's I I just I need to do it with my role and everything else. Not doing this content makes me feel a little bit bad, but <laughs> it's not uh, so bad. It'll go by pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, but I would right. like to see a I would Say like to time. see a speedrunner, a speedrun of Delubrum Regine Savage. Mm. Oh, I think that'd be oh, interesting probably to watch. I want to do it. There's, I want to do it. Tech, there's tech I want to work on for that. Um, so you know how you can do that stuff to duels? Yeah, I want to do that stuff to yeah. bosses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have somebody sit at the front next to the box. It might not work in Savage, um, but you know how you get like sucked into the instance when they pull the boss. Yeah. Uh, get, no, like, not in Savage. You'll get locked out if you're not, not really. in there. Yeah, you we had, we had somebody stand next to the box, and then when they tried to come in after, they couldn't get there. Yeah, I think the teleporters like shut off, so it probably won't work in Savage. But normal, they do have the "Hey, you're about to be pulled into the instance in 30 seconds," and that's just the same as the timers getting into the duel. So <laughs> you people, can load people are doing 10 minute runs of Delubrum. Oh god, <laughs> I feel like you could just like delete the queen if you get like pulled in with a with a big stack and just do like the, oh my the gosh. half a million flare star ticks on her. Well, now you guys have yeah, something with the to, to do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it's been a lot of fun hearing about this. I, I'm looking forward to getting into it and actually going through and doing everything. Um, and I appreciate you guys coming on and educating me and filling in the gaps that I had. Uh, I've just had people's reactions to really go off on for most of it. Um, and it... It's kind of sad this is the last content really before the expansion, but it's kind of exciting too because now we don't have to think about anything. We can just say only think about Endwalker now and just do whatever else we want to do in the game while we're waiting. Uh, play yeah, the Burning to... Crusade, I guess. Take a break. Go play this. Burning Crusade. Um, <laughs> solo, what we're going to have, PSO2s launching NGS, right? It's a couple of yeah. things to do with the rest of the year. And, I and then when Endwalker so releases, fun. it's going to be the new Pokemon games on the same exact day. Oh, is it? So, yep. No, uh, on on pre-release day. So. Oh, okay, okay. 
Well, I'm, I mean, I'm playing in Walker Pokemon. You know, the last oh, one. Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I wasn't that impressed. I'm not that impressed with Pokemon anymore. Man. Yeah, I, I didn't get past, like, the third gym on the new well, one. Well, it's just a remake yeah. of yeah. Diamond and Pearl. Is it? So. Oh. But there, are well, people, there, there have been people contemplating which one they're going to play first. I'm like, an old game again? Who would do that? Burning Crusade. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Who would want to play a game from like what, like fifteen, twenty years ago? I mean, it's got to be so stale by now. Like everything's figured out. And... <laughs> so I prefer uh, my games. Your games? What? Final Fantasy Seven years old. Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, Final Fantasy Seven. No, this one. This one. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what I was gonna say is that uh, I'm gonna ask you guys your advice. I got six months of Mog Talk to go through. So, uh, you know, what, what, what kind of topics we need to talk about for the next six months, huh? Good ones. PvP? <laughs> PvP. Mm. Uh, you could do another another round of uh, the role shows. I will, do, I will. Like, a retro, do a retrospective on PvP is not a expansion. bad idea if you could talk about getting people into preseason where they can no pressure practice and learn how to do feast. People are so, like, it's repellent, right? PvP, just the topic of repellent. It, it, people just, you say it and they don't want to do it more. It's just... Dude, because people just want to walk in and get armor. I, I mean, maybe that's it. They want to just walk in and flare star their way through all their stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but... No, I, I I don't think that uh, we'll see when we get more information on that. I mean, we still need to talk about uh, Blue Mage, the Chocobo race, Chocobo racing. Yeah, maybe Actually, that'll be Blue worth Mage talking is about. Probably, probably a good achievement for the rest of people to do with the rest of the expansion, right? Like, not. I, I I'm willing I to bet there are people the who still haven't done the mobile. Yeah, I've done the mobile. I haven't done the latest release. You just reminded me that that's something I intended to do. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get a group together for that because there's just title rewards. There's no mount this time. The drive mm-hmm. is low. Yeah, Although is there's nothing left to do. Yeah. We could do a. Cleese has a good idea. We could do a Mahjong episode where we'll just <laughs> sit around and play Dome and Mahjong. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's definitely. I'm waiting on a little bit more information about the roles before we start diving into them and like some of the job changes. And the next live letter will give us some more information uh there's lots of speculation that we can do uh talking about yeah zeps right we could talk about retrospective uh on the raids and how we can expect it going forward uh mechanic wise uh lore conspiracy we do that all the time what about like a static show on people looking to get into hardcore prog or like how to get statics going and like there's, there's there's a lot of behind the scenes things people don't see and sometimes you'll see like You'd be like, wow, that group gets to, gets along so well, and you don't see that there's like actually stuff that happens. Um, mm-hmm. With like, how do you get this? This person wants to do speed runs. This person wants to run more. This person wants to run less. And how are you getting all eight players to do a common goal? And you know how to lead mm-hmm. and 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 bring things up because a lot of people don't like to take responsibility or bring their grievances up. So maybe maybe topics on just etiquette. Yeah, uh, it, it seems like the topics are going to be a little bit more. Uh... I don't know. They're definitely going to be more meta because there's yeah, not going to be meta. like yeah. content to talk about directly, but the, the yeah. content surrounding the contents can be plenty of content. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, so I am going to, we are going to be keeping Mog Talk up for uh, a while. My job seems, from my conversation so far, my job seems to be able to permit me to do that. 
Uh, I don't think that I'm going to have to close off my weekends uh, as often as I thought. So I think I'm going to be able to be in a, a better uh, situation to keep doing it. That being said, uh, I do want everybody to know next two weeks, no Mog Talk. Uh, we're taking a short break and I'll, I, everybody will know why at some point, but taking a short break. Um, and then we'll be back uh, after that. Uh, I guess I could let everybody know. I have a little exit video that will say all this stuff again, but I'm going to tell you guys now anyways. Chuck Boat Race again. We have a charity event for Extra Life. Uh, working in coordination with uh, Butterfinger as well. On Thursday, where we're going to be basically getting a lot of content creators and everyone else just together to do, I think, probably the only Chuck Boat Race that's ever existed in a tournament setting uh, for Final Fantasy XIV. Um and the biggest thing is I just have to make sure everybody has it unlocked. <laughs> That's going to be the biggest <laughs> challenge. Is just making sure everybody has it unlocked on Aether. Uh, but we're going to be doing that midday Thursday. Uh, just a, a quick little pop-up event and raise a little bit of money uh, for Extra Life. So you guys should definitely check that out. I won't be here, of course, the Saturday following or the Saturday after that. But we will be doing that. So uh look forward to it and all of you guys i i want you to say your closing bits here and say who you you know where people can find you if they want to find you any shouts you want to do and we'll start with balana if you don't mind oh hey hi i'm usually yeah. last on this thing i wasn't ready <laughs> um, yeah you can you can follow me on on twitch and twitter at balana raw um I, I apparently stream Final Fantasy sometimes, uh, but I'm I'm a little bit more active on Twitter. You can my DMs are open. Slide on in. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out to you know all the boys, all the Baja boys going in there and cracking at it and cracking jokes, having a good time, making making yeah. the grind a good time. And thanks Rusty for having me on as always. And uh, yeah, just uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to the next expansion. Probably not going to be playing a lot of 14 for the next few months. It's okay. It's okay. Do what you got to do. Get some uh, enjoyment out of whatever before you get in. I'm really excited for N Walker, you know, I, but this is a good time to like get a lot of non N Walker stuff in before oh, yeah. becoming completely obsessed with that game. So, yeah, my uh, guild had like 50 people sign up for Burning Crusades. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Damn. Nice. Good luck on. Uh, well, are they going to re release. Uh, was it Kazadon or what was it? K. Karazan? Yeah. They were released um, that immediately? Yeah, they're staggering the raids. Originally, when Burning Crusade first came out, there was, like, two different raid tiers of, like, six different raids, all available right away. But um, it was just such a pain to unlock them that um, it never nobody ever really did the, the second tier and, yeah. until the third one came out. Um, but uh, they're doing it kind of, like, staggered like that. So it'll be fun just, like, blast through, do Karazhan, and, and Phase 1 and BC will be really, really relaxed. Okay. Okay. All right. And Ren... If you don't wanna, you don't mind doing your your shout outs and yeah, yeah, you dude, you do. Oh crap! I wasn't yeah. ready either. Fuck. <laughs> Hi everybody, I'm Ren Kirkani. Um, I want to send shout outs first off to the to the to the people who were running Bullshit with me all week. It made it really nice to to get to hang with everybody and just just kind of pick everybody up and help each other get into the duels. Second off, to everybody that's been raising money lately for charities um, in the Final Fantasy community, we had Phase Temperance. Uh, we had my team Drifter and and many other people that were just trying to band together after FanFest. And, you know, we all just had a, a big movement of heart. And it was really nice to just see everybody selflessly helping one another and, and doing things for a good cause. Um, so thank you to everybody that took part in that. And, um, you know, thank you to Square Enix for continuing to put out content through through all the COVID drought, man. 
seriously i yeah. i was really happy with these duels this lion duel one up i began with lion i ended with lion i'm really happy and um <laughs> you know the rest of the expansion we're going to be running like other games probably that are going to be coming out and kind of yeah. taking it easy on final fantasy now that everything's done and helping people clear content um you can find me on a shout out that frosty just did as well as my youtube which is different and there perfect thank you ren all right and zep Oh, I wasn't I wasn't ready either. What? God damn it. Oh. Guys, guys, I will have to say on deck, you know, so you gotta know you're you're next. Go ahead. How could this have happened? Uh, yeah, um you can you can find me on uh my channel, Zef Zayora. My Twitter is uh the same without the surname, just Zef Z or Zef Z, depending on where you're from. Um I I do endeavor to try and put out some guide uh videos i guess on the 1v1s i think that could be helpful um but yeah i i have lion to do still so i'm actually going to be chasing that all day today after this once we're done here um might not take too long as long as i don't fail because i've got four notoriety already prepped for that um <laughs> but yeah that's that's what i'll be doing probably uh doing the the other challenge content the game has to offer so solo deep dungeon blue mage the latest ones um before like rin also moving on to other games that i would like to squeeze in before final fantasy consumes my life once more in the mm. expansion and i yeah. don't have time for anything else anymore <laughs> i might be actually taking time off for the i've never taken time off for an expansion ever and work is gonna be so do good. it but i might actually do it. i i've bought the collector's edition for this game i've never done that either it's the physical box yeah um, so I, I'm really looking forward to this because everything looks pretty much what I wanted, uh, out of it. Like, I, I don't see any negatives right now. Uh, so I hope, I hope, uh, you know, I can last the next five, six months. Hopefully they don't push it. I really hope they don't put, well, you know what? I hope they maybe push it. I, I'd be okay with a week or two if they push it. Cause that means two, Savage two so it comes a after lot every, better. Yeah. Yeah. The raid tier around Christmas potentially, I I would definitely like to see. If they're watching, it. you guys are watching. You push forward two weeks. I don't think many 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 raiders will be happy. They'll be fine. They'll be totally cool. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you push it till after holidays, we don't need yeah. it sooner. A little bit later. But, but then my team name won't be great. I want to name my team. I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but you could also play Pokemon. <laughs> you could say I was home for Christmas. There you go. That would be. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for watching. This has been a fun show. Thank you, Balana, Ren, Zep, for coming on. I, I really appreciate all you guys coming on and uh, helping me kind of get through the sad nor uh, discussion, which I was ill-prepared for. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you guys all for the Chuckabo racing event later in the week. And then after that, we'll be back with Mog Talk. Of course, I'll probably think of the topic between now and two... I think it's going to be three weeks before our next episode. Uh, we're skipping the two so I got three weeks to figure out an episode you guys all have a very wonderful rest of your weekend remember to be good, keep cool, stay frosty everybody say bye bye oh oh hello uh, thank you for you know watching that episode there of Mog Talk uh, it was it was a lot of fun uh, with our guest, and uh, I'm trying to find the camera. I'm sorry, the producer didn't really tell me which way to look, so I'm just I'm doing my best. Um, 
This is the segment where I thank you all for watching, and of course, uh, do a special thanks to all the Patreon supporters, which I have in this handy dandy shiny Shadowbringers book that I am going to start using for that. So let me uh, let me go ahead and open this up. There's a few people from organizations. Uh, one is uh, Nimic from Ock Morning, very great rating resource. Super Miu from Teamcraft. Uh, very great crafting webs uh, website for working with other crafters. And then Uni from Phase Temperance, which is a great PvE organization. Then we also have our just uh, wonderful supporters who don't have an organization. is Dude is Antonio, DeFury, Daniel H, Megan C, Nami, and Dr. Dirk. All amazing people who help Mog Talk happen. Uh, with that being said, these uh, members also are going to get soon this wonderful, wonderful coffee cup here. Mmm, it's very good. And also, they will be getting this t-shirt here, which will be coming to them at some point uh, for being such a, a great Mog Talk supporter. And uh, at some point, they will also get not a guitar, but a sticker. A sticker that will go on a guitar. Uh, it, it's amazing. I love it. I think it is uh, a lot better than I anticipated. And then, uh, you know, there's a couple other things. We have a sweatshirt that's on the way as well. Uh, and this is all just rewards for recurring Patreon supporters, which, uh, again, help make this show happen. By it all, you know, by all means, it is not completely necessary in any shape or form. I just I want to show my appreciation to them. On a separate note, I'm going to use this video also to let you guys know if you want to win a Chuckabo Alpha plushie, uh, we are doing a charity event on Thursday at noon Pacific time where all donations enter you into a prize to win said plushie. Um, and I think that's uh, all of my analysis. Oh, one last thing. We are putting Mock Talk on a pause for two weeks. Uh, more information is coming on that soon, but we will be back, of course, after those two weeks. Just it will be a short, short hiatus. You guys all have a wonderful rest of your weekend. And until next time, stay frosty.